Brought to you by Make Fun Network. Welcome to the top five of death. Where listeners vote and everyone dies. Listen and die. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Top 5 of Death. I'm your host, Matt, slipping in a sliding, uh, wheelchair riding Bistany. Uh, I, I, uh, I got into curling, but it's paraplegic curling. So I'm in a wheelchair on ice, is what I'm trying to say to everyone. Joining me this week is uh, Buff Chick Dip Will. Hey, I'm just here to entertain the fun butts. That's it. It's his sole purpose in life. And also jo- joining us is Charles, not Chucky. Hey, what's going on? How's that wheelchair, Matt? Uh, uh, it's good. It's a, it's a, um, what's a, uh, it's a Voight wheelchair. They make volleyballs and wheelchairs. <laughs> oh. Um, that was the first sports brand I could think of was Voight. Voight. <laughs> Reebok, <What>? Nike. <laughs> I know. What's a Voight? Puma. What the fuck is wrong with me? Why would I pick Voight? I don't watch volleyball. Do they do they do anything else? No, I immediately thought of John Voight, and I was like, oh, he's making wheelchairs now. <laughs> yeah, it's a John Voight signature series uh, wheelchair. It's got a pencil with the bite marks in it. Uh, anyway, how's everyone's week? Will, how was your week? Are you on vacation yet again? Uh, well, when you make your vocation... Your vacation. You're on vacation every day. And sure? I love radiation. I was going to say you love what you do. <laughs> <laughs> Not pretty mundane week. Um, just working, getting out of vacation mode and getting back into the swing of things. How's the new hire? Did you fire him yet? Uh, he's not coming in for a couple of weeks. couple of weeks? What the hell kind of hire is this? It's the life of a road tech. Oh, he's a road tech. Yeah, he's coming on temp. Oh, okay. Tempt to, tempt to perm? See how it goes. Oh, I'm trying to get you to commit to hiring them. <laughs> I don't know why. I think it's fun. Uh, but that's cool. That's cool. Uh, Charles, how how are you been? How are you been? I'm a fucking idiot. Go on. Uh, week's been pretty good. I've been telling people at my company no to projects finally. So. Oh, that's nice. a quick way to just get in your way right out the door. Um, no, I, I, they, I did tell them in my first like major speech at my, at the content meeting that I was like, Hey, just to let you know, at some point I'm just going to be like, I don't have time for this. Cause I'm the only out of a 60 person team for a whole corporation of lawyer stuff. I, I'm the only person who does video. So everybody wants to funnel ideas through me. And, uh, since I got a bunch of stuff coming up. I have no time for projects, so I just told people no. It's do, not gonna work. <laughs> do you have Do you have someone there who like prioritizes stuff for you? Do you have like any type of uh, like leadership in that department? Kind of, yes. My chief content officer. So I directly report. My supervisor left after the first month I was there, not because of me, but because she had worked there sixteen years and wanted to leave. But. Um, I no longer had a middle person between me and the new chief content officer. So I work, I'm basically one step away from being in the C-suite. <laughs> oh, very cool. <laughs> um, Hell yeah. But she, um, she prior, she prioritizes her projects. Um, oh yeah. 
but it is mostly up to me, like what I want to do and work on. So that's yeah, cool. I guess I get to make the call. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the most exciting work. I'm not winning Emmys for this stuff. So not yet. Not, not, not to that the corporate video Emmys. <laughs> Welcome to the Corpies. <laughs> and no, this year's is. award for uh, best HR sexual harassment training video goes to Charles Not Chucky. Yay! Oh, Thank you guys for. I really shied away from the 3D animation of how to not fondle your coworkers, but really, I, my hard work paid off. Oh man, I um, I'd love to be in one of those videos. I don't know what for, but just to be in one. I'd like to be in any training video. I'd like to be in a Wendy's training video. Just something. Really? Like just anything like that? Because yeah, I think it's uh, fun. I think it's funny. Yeah, I'd enjoy that. Yeah, I want to be like, "Hey, Karen, nice fucking pussy." <laughs> <laughs> and they go, "What?" Well, I mean, if you're delivering stuff like that, sure. <laughs> yeah, that, that'd be that'd be my uh, that'd be my negotiate. I'd be like, "Listen, I'll do it, but I get to I get to write my own dialogue." And I go, yeah. "All right, okay. So here's here's your setup, Mister Bistany. You're um." You're in a, a office environment, okay? You're over by the water cooler, and then a female colleague walks up, and then and then you just, you know, you have to make some sort of innuendo. I go, okay, great. And then so she walks up to me, and she's like, hey, Matt. I'm like, hey, how's it going? She's like, good. What'd you do this weekend? And I'm just like, I fingered you. And then... <laughs> in my dreams. <laughs> and then they go, cut. And they go, what are you doing? I'm like... What do you mean? I think this is exactly what you need. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Why don't you go over there, Matt, and uh, just caress her shoulder a little too long, and then you just burst in and start dry humping her. Hell yeah! No way. I put her in the Katahajime in the Taz mission. <laughs> That'd be for a different. That would be for uh, violence harassment. And they go, "What are you doing?" And I go, <laughs> "I go. Uh, what, 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 is, what did Taz used to say? Um, oh, what the fuck? What the fuck? I digress." No, no. Yeah, his famous was like, I digress. I digress. No, it was something like, uh, something, blah, 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 blah. It was like, survive if I let you. But the f- what the fuck? Yeah. Was oh, what was the first half to that? God, I wish I had Taz's phone number. This would be a perfect time to call him. Uh, but I don't. Anyway, enough of me wishing that I could just do what I want. Um, so, Will, you're back at work, essentially. Charles, you're always at work. You have your vacation coming up. Yeah, I'm uh, leaving tomorrow. Are you driving? Yeah, we're driving eight and a half hours up to Vermont, and then a couple of days later, five hours over to Maine. So you what? Run, <laughs> yeah. run there, <laughs> get practicing. Yeah, yeah. Don't be a coward. Um, what do you? What's uh, what's on the playlist for the drive? I don't know. Probably some sitting around listening to radio stations on the way up until we switch to uh, my girlfriend's trying to catch up on a podcast. So. Radio stations? Yeah. What is this? Yeah, I know. <laughs> what are you doing right now? What do you mean, what am I doing? Right recording now? a podcast, man. You're not going to listen yeah. to other podcasts? I mean, I do. We're probably going to listen to a running podcast on the way up. <laughs> Just, hold on, hold on. Here's an Sound excerpt down. of your running podcast. Ready? Here we go. <laughs> Ooh, no, that's not the running podcast. You're playing the wrong thing. That's, <laughs> that's, that's another excerpt from my harassment that's- video. <laughs> I was going to say, that's behind my paywall. Um, <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, there you go. What? Mm-hmm. But yeah. I don't know. Um, 
It's because we'll be taking her car, not my car. My car, uh, my phone hooks up to my car. Your phone doesn't hook up to her car? It's a red I flag. Figure, it's a red I flag. I figured it out. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about this one. It's a red oh. flag. <laughs> that's the that's the deciding factor. Yeah. The phone <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the phone will know. They have. They're very smart these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what do you have? Like the the cassette you put in the thing with the cable that comes out and plugs into <laughs> no. your. We've tried, but it's like you go onto the menu settings and you go to pair phone, but there's no option to delete any of the things on there. You can't pair more than one phone? Two. And the other one is... I think her boyfriend's. Her, old, her, <laughs> her, other, her husband. <laughs> I think it's her old phone. It just doesn't... It won't... Uh, there's no option to delete it, which I think is weird. So You know, yeah. hey, listen. You're driving up here. Swing by my house. I'll fix it for you. And then you'd be on your way. Listen, listen I'm technology advanced, all right? I just can't figure out certain old technologies. <laughs> I'm technology. Hello, technology. I am. It's me, Dr. Fauci. I am science. Um. Anyway, that that's Dr. Fauci. This is what like. Dr. Fauci sounds like. It's me, the virus. I'm John Travolta Fauci. It's a virus. It, it, it sounds like <laughs> you can't go outside. Electric mayhem. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that is. Um, how was your week, week Matt? Uh, it was pretty good. <laughs> uh, I didn't get a whole. I've been real busy. Work's been pretty pretty hectic. There's a lot of like a lot of org changes going around. It's a lot of startup change. It's pretty crazy. My boss is leaving. He got offered a. He got headhunted by um, another company, so he's leaving. This other guy who I work with is taking his spot, and it's a whole thing. But it's fine. It's cool. Everyone's cool. Um, yeah, it's just, just wild. Um, I, I saw you begging to join a bowling team. I did beg to join a bowling team and I found out I had already had a spot and I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah. What is with, bo- so my last company had bowling teams and they tried to get me on. I'm like, no, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to go bowling. I, um, on the regular, they got into it. They bought their shoes. They're like every fucking day at lunch. They talked about like the way they threw their ball. Yeah. The, the every approach I have, I own my, yeah. sho- I own my own shoes and balls. Well, I hope you own your own balls. Oh yeah. Got them back from that wife of yours. <laughs> Willingly gave them back so quick. <laughs> um, yeah, no. So I, so my summer league ended, I, I did a summer league and before the, I haven't bowled in a league for like 15 years. I was like, I'm going to get back into it. Um, it's like what you do at my age, at my status of like young family and guys, you know, weeknight out away, you know, type of stuff. Um, so I did the summer league to kind of get back into it. And I was like, oh yeah, I really, I forgot how much I enjoyed, you know, league competitive bowling. Not a problem, but like summer leagues are like mixed leagues, which are like kind of casual. And I was looking for for something more competitive. So I was trying to get into some like other men's leagues that are more competitive (coughs) and they're all full. And it's like they draft and it's like the same people don't leave. It was like, oh, it's like trying to fucking join a frat. They have a draft. (laughs) So yeah. You bought a wig, and now you're going to join the women's team. So I, I, I don't even need to buy a wig. I just need to claim that I am a woman, and they yeah. have to let me in. That's um, how it works. Yeah, that's how it works everywhere. But um, I couldn't get in anywhere. I was trying to other like lanes, uh, other like bowling alleys and stuff, and every place was full. 
I talked to this one guy who was like, oh, I'll, I'll like, we haven't had our captain's meeting yet. When we do, I'll bring you up and see if anyone um, is interested in, in drafting you. I was like, okay, great. But I didn't hear from him at all because I, I never gave him my number. I thought I was just kind of being nice. So <laughs> push came to shove, and like the leagues are starting up this week. So at the end of last week, I was like, fuck, fine. I'll just join the mixed league again just so I do something. So I call up. They're full. I'm like, oh, fuck. I can't even join the fucking casual mixed league now. I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? So on Candlepin Chat, a Facebook group that I'm a part of, I yeah. I made it's a post. Important. It's important, Matt, to differentiate that we do real bowling in yes. this area. Yeah. Real, not 10-pin horseshit throwing a fucking beach ball off the side of a barn bowling. This is precise gentleman sport candlepin bowling. Yep. Um, and so I made the post. I was like, hey, everyone in this group, I I waited too long. And now I can't get in anywhere. Does anyone have any open spots in any leagues that they're doing in my area? And one, and one, like one lane was like, "Oh, we have this open spot," but they were like kind of far from me. So I was like, "Ah, fuck! I would really hate for that to be my only option." But then, then I know the story is so riveting, and everyone's on the fucking edge of their seat, <laughs> waiting to see how this fucking pans out. Well, guess what? Here comes the kicker, baby. That guy that I talked to commented on that post and was like. Hey, I've been trying to reach you. You have a spot in this men's league on Tuesday nights, which was the next day. He's like, so be there at 630. I was like, oh, okay. I'm glad I saw this and I posted this. Uh, whose phone is ringing? No idea. It's you. It's definitely you. You're the only person who's so out of touch enough that would even have a ringtone. Yeah. Leave your phone on <laughs> silence like the rest of us. Yeah. Uh, usually is. No, it isn't. You've, the fact that you have a ringtone. I'm I just got secondhand embarrassment for hearing your ringtone. Listen, talking about candlepin bowling. It's serious. I could be I, go pro. I won the championship at Academy Lanes last time I was in a league. Yeah, I was in the finals this summer after a 15-year hiatus. Wow. So suck on my butt. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, so I got in there, and it's fine. It's good. It's a men's league, though. And man, this is like... This is like old school Boston North Shore like guys. Everyone's just like either Italian or Irish by a lot. Um, it's I don't know, it's good, but anyway, yeah, that's my week. I'm back at bowling. I'm excited. I bowled a uh, my first game uh, there. I bowled a 123. Nice. Yeah, I was like, oh, right. good. This is a wrong precedent. That is kind of a bit of. A, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, can't wait for that second game, which I bowled like a 98 and then like a 95. I've uh, bowled with you before. You are pretty good. I. I do think it's weird that you wear the wrist protector on your non-throwing hand. <laughs> I don't want to fall in case I, it's, it's like a rollerblade wrist <laughs> protector. <laughs> um, no, but I bowl on the wrong foot, and I don't know. It's whatever. Enough about my bowling. Guys, stop. Listen, I might go pro someday. That's not true. My average is not nearly high enough, but oh, man. Is anyone excited about my bowling career? Yep. I mean, yeah. Great. I'm it's so right happy. There. It's one of those sports like golf. You can just go pro whenever. That is true. That is 100% yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Uh, but someone won last week, and it wasn't me, so I don't give a shit. But uh, who won? <clears throat> Your boy. Oh, Buff Chick Dip Will. Yeah, that's for sure. It was a slam dunk. Yeah. Well, like, there's no way you're winning now after being exposed as a ringtone haver. Ringtone haver. Hey, in my defense, it is the stock ringtone. I didn't like pick one. <laughs> yeah, it's even better. Speaking of that, that's a pet peeve of mine. You ever been around somebody trying to pick a ringtone? 
just want to <laughs> fucking throw their phone out the window. I used to back when like that was like a a very popular thing to do. Uh, yeah, to cut a cut a shitty song into a fifteen second clip. Yeah, or like get a uh, virus riddled app where you could like <laughs> pick other songs like as your ringtone, and all of a sudden your things from China start showing up at your house. Anyway, how do we how are we dying? What happened? What do you what episode did you win? All right, uh, last week we did um, fuck, what was it? Quotes, quotes, quotes from that movies we use all yeah. the time. And you won. I don't know how. Uh, it, it, I think the people spoke. On the, entertain them. On the fun butt list, I had a quote from The Crow that like four other people had. I thought for sure I was going to win, but I didn't. Huh. Yeah, I it's think, about the uh, whole list, Matt, not just one. It's, it's, I think it was the Millhouse quote. Yeah, oh, fuck definitely that. finished strong with that one. That's a, that's a, I knew that was the money maker. <laughs> it's fucked up. Yeah. Uh, all right, so how are we dying? All right, so, um, yeah, hopefully this one goes a little better than my first, uh, but. We'll go ahead. You want to you give me some ambiance? Yeah. What uh? What are you feeling today? Rain. <laughs> you rain? Okay. Give me give me a quick second. Uh, rain, rain, go away. Come again, another day. All right. Let's go. Rain, ambiance. There we go. And um, perfect. Here we go. Uh-huh. Well, all right. Let's start off here. The three friends and roommates, Will, Charles, and Matt, were in their prime. After practicing in the rain, snow, sleet, and rain, they were ready for their trip to Las Vegas. While packing for the trip, Will was chatting with his teammates. What should I pack? Does it rain a lot in Vegas? Just a bit outside, Charles chimed in. The crew made their way to the airport, only to be met with a delayed flight due to torrential downpours. Needing to kill some time, the crew bellied up to the bar at the airport restaurant. The bartender comes over. Going on a trip, they asked. This bothered Will immensely. So he responded curtly, yeah. Give me a tall IPA, a shot at Jack, and one of them soft pretzels shaped like an airplane. You got it, the bartender muttered. Charles pipes up. I'll just have a glass of water with ice on the side and four pieces of lettuce. You see, I have this ultra marathon I'm going to next week, and I need to... What about you, Teeth? The uninterested barkeep said abruptly, cutting off Charles. Teeth replied excitedly. Who wants to watch me eat a big sandwich? I'd rather eat a gun, the bartender muttered. Sandwich, got it. Anything else? And to drink? Meatballs, Matt said gluttonously. While finishing up their food, the guys noticed an intoxicated pilot stewing over his last sip of beer that he held with both hands. Anything else for you, Millhouse? The bartender barked at the pilot. Pilot said, Ah, I gotta fly this damn plane to Vegas in the pouring rain. You're kind of drunk, Will interjected. Do you really think you should be flying in that condition? Especially given the monsoon-like atmosphere out there. I'm fine to fly, the pilot sneered. Are you sure about that? Yes. Are you sure about that? Yes. Now give me my keys, the pilot said. I don't have your keys, sir, Will retorted in confusion. Yeah, because you can never fly a mile in my shoes, kid. I got it all. I drive a loaded Kia. I bang flight attendants in airport bathrooms all the time. Things are great for me lately. Everything's coming up. <laughs> Millhouse. The boys paid their bill and headed for their flight following behind Pilot Millhouse. Four and a half hours later, the plane touched down in Las Vegas and they were met with an unrelenting drizzle of precipitation. Well, we made it, boys. World Dick Flip Championships. Here we go. The team played well on the first day of the competition. Not bad. Not great. But pretty, pretty, pretty. 
pretty good. On day two, the guys found themselves poised for their first appearance in the finals. Can you believe this, Matt Rand? It's quite who, Charles retorts. The finals presented an additional challenge. Not only did the team have to flip dicks, but there was a giant ceiling fan lowered from above with two gargantuan dildos spiraling overhead. We're playing dick flip dick dodge at this point, fellas, Will said. This proved to be too much of a distraction for Charles. And early in the match, the dildo broke free off the ceiling fan like a heat-seeking missile and found its way directly into Charles' slack-jawed mouth and down his throat, simultaneously asphyxiating and rupturing all of his vital organs. Charles collapsed in a heap of death. His last words seemed to be a plea for help, but all his teammates could hear was, Hmm. 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 <laughs> Ew. He put his face in it, a lady from the crowd noted. Focus, Will, yelled Matt. We got this, Matt, said as he went for the, his signature double dick flip. Matt was not focused, however, and the 36-inch phallus took an awkward bounce landing behind him. Get the dick, Will directed. Just then, the second gargantuan dildo suction cup let loose and entered Matt's rectum as smoothly as the dart from a blowgun. <laughs> Feeling his blood and guts now replaced with 45 pounds of rubbery, veiny cock, Matt cries out to Will, I boofed it, in an apologetic tone. Matt then shitted out his mouth, staining his pearly white teeth as he slipped into hell. The emotional charge from seeing his teammates perish allowed Will to channel his best run of dick flipping like the, like the such no one has seen again. 212 consecutive dick flips, ending up being just enough to set a new record and defeat the vaunted Rick, Rick, and Rick team, who had won the previous 21 tournaments. As the confetti dropped around him, Will was interviewed by the sideline reporter. How does it feel winning the championship and setting an all-time finals high score? High score, Will asked, with his eyebrows lifted higher than Fro at a Cypress Hill concert. High score, he repeated? What's that? What does that mean? Did I break it? You did, exclaimed the reporter. Congratulations. What are you going to do now? Will said, I'm headed to the first annual Shutterhound Dog Photography Convention. <laughs> Woo! With his title around his waist, a bottle of champagne, Will opened up his umbrella and made his way down the street to the convention to see his old pal Sam. As Will went to enter the convention, he pulled out a large wad of cash that he took from his deceased teammates' wallets and attempted to buy a ticket to enter the convention. The attendant at the entrance waved off Will with his outstretched offering of money and said, they're just wrapping up for the week, no charge. Free, Will asked? Free, the attendant replied, opening the velvet rope. As Will entered, he saw Sam lining up several dozen dogs for a final group photo on the main stage. Just as Sam went to snap his most glorious dog photo yet, thunder erupted from the sky, from the heavy thunderstorms above. That, coupled with the flash of the camera, sent all the dogs into full panic, and they mauled, gaped narrowly. Will turned and walked away from the venue, flipping the wad of money back to the gate attendant, who was in the middle of getting fired for letting Will in for free. Gee, mister, thanks. I guess it can't rain all the time. Will lowered his sunglasses, flicked his toothpick at the kid, and said, Maybe not, but I will. Check the metrics. Wow, good job. Very like cleverly said. written. Yeah. I had to come back with something. That was good. I liked it. I, I, I smiled. <laughs> Teeth, huh? Yeah. Teeth. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, no, very good job. I like how Sam was included as well. 
Um, I like how you got all the quotes in there. That was very good. Mm-hmm. Good. Well played. Yeah. Um, great. Uh, but the week before, Charles, not Chucky, won. So Charles mm-hmm. got the pick this week's topic, which is what? Top five video game campaigns. Now, why did you choose this one? Um, well, we haven't done a video game episode in a while. But also, um, I don't know. I'm a sucker for like a good story in a game. That's actually what will get me to buy something. And there's, I feel like we're in the age of now where everybody is building these very large campaign modes, very open world things to do, especially with like the release of Star. Was it Starfield? Hell yeah. Yeah. Like, I felt like I was like, oh, yeah, this would be a good time to do something like this. My crap field, am I right? That raises an interesting point. Is is that a campaign? Does that count? I don't I don't actually know. <laughs> I just know people are going nuts over this game. and I love I it. Really, I've been playing it. Have you gone to the moon? Um, yes, I have. Was oh, did you, neat. Did you find is, the first moon landing? Is it real? No, this is all more globy propaganda. It's all <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> well, apparently Pluto isn't even real out there. You go out there and you can't even do anything with it. Can't land on it. Just passes you by. It's fucked up. Yeah. Yet another broken promise. Mm-hmm. You know what I love about these games is that eventually somebody will come out with a flat earth mod. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I, um, one thing that I saw that I thought was funny was someone, uh, essentially was able to identify the fact that every gun or AI gun or whatever aims at the center of a ship. So this guy built a ship that essentially has no center. So it just never gets shot by anything. It's just like this kind of like cube thing. Um, it's really funny. (laughs) It's like, like, that's the type of bullshit Bethesda would forget about. Yeah. It's like they made the game. (laughs) They're like, Oh shoot. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. There's so much in these games. There's so many different variables that this this shit happens, and they patch it as it goes. Oh yeah, uh, I don't know if Bethesda will. They they don't have a great track record. Uh, they sucked with Fallout seventy six. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that well, I can tell you that's not on my list. Hi yo. Speaking of that, uh, all right, Charles, who's going first? Um, I can go first. I'll start. Oh wow, what a gentleman. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to open it up with uh, my number five is Doom 2016. Ooh, nice. I yeah, I constantly think about playing this game again. I played it. I played it for oh. probably not that long, but I really liked it. Um, and I was like, man, I really should finish that game. Um, but please go on. Yeah, I actually didn't solo run finish this. Me and my buddy like played through it and finished it, but this game like when it first came out it changed exactly what doom was like what we thought it would be and it was just it's i consider it one of the most intense games you can play because you walk and oh, you're just exploring around walking through hell and then all of a sudden you just hear like the bass riff start just like duh, 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 and you're like oh no yeah. and just shit just gets crazy <laughs> you have monsters everywhere you have to just basically run around backwards and shoot everything. <laughs> um, like, here's a embarrassing story. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, so this game came out in 2016. Yeah. Um, I bought my OLED TV in 2016. 
And I was like, ooh, there's a game that I want to play on my OLED. So I got it. And I was setting it up. And you know how, like, in the beginning of a game, they'll be like, uh, adjust your contrast till where you Mm -hmm. can barely see this logo. Yeah. I mean, I did. I could barely see the logo. Mm -hmm. I made it way too dark. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I don't listen to those things. I I like my games to be a little lighter. I want to see this shit. So, yes. But I just did what it said. And I was playing it. And Fro was watching me play it. He goes, what is this? I go, it's Doom. He goes, what do you mean? I was like, I don't know. What do you mean? He's like, why is it so dark? I'm like, I don't know. I just think it's the level. I don't think I've like gotten outside yet. And he's like, are you sure? I was like, yeah. I don't know why I would be wrong. And then um, he was, because he like watched somebody play it. And then he showed me. And I was like, you know, I thought this was a little dark. So like I, I I was like pretty f- not far along enough. Uh, no, I just went at the options. I I bright I changed up the contrast. Mm. I was like, oh my god, no wonder why I keep dying every two seconds. I can't. Shit. I'm being there's like fucking twelve <laughs> beasts in this room, and I have no clue. I was like, oh, twelve beasts, all the ammo and armor you could want. You're just running around <laughs> missing it all. Yeah, I thought it was like a super hard game. I was like, all right, cool, whatever. I Getting did it. to death. Oh, it was oh dumb. I love that game too. And uh, like you said, it's just you walk around a corner and the the music hits and it could be like a 2-minute fight or it could be like a 15-minute brawl. And at the end of those long ones you like you exhale like, "Oh my god, I survived." Thank god. It's a fucking workout of a game. <laughs> <laughs> that game, I didn't 100% it, but I did play the shit out of it. I tried to get a lot of the collectibles, those little Doom guys. Those oh, are so yeah. cute. So cute. Oh my god. Yeah, uh, I definitely did not 100% it, and I've I've gone back to, like, play it a couple times, but I never go the whole way through. I'm just basically going in just to shoot things. Like, that's all I'm doing, is just have some chaos for a little bit, and they're like, all right, I've got some rage out for, for the day. Yeah, it's yeah, a cool I, game, for sure. I played it late, uh, like, late after release, and it blew me away, and then I ended up getting the, the next one, uh, Doom Eternal, and I played it for, like, 30 minutes, and I'm just like, yeah, yeah, this is too intense. I don't have time for this. <laughs> yeah, I never got to play Doom Eternal. Like, I just never got around to it. Built my it, PC, and I was like, eh, I just, I don't feel like it, it came out during COVID. So I was like, I don't feel like having just chaos. <laughs> what platform so, do you play on? What do you mean? As in like Steam versus PC console? I don't know. I'm just, oh, yeah, I just have a PC. I have a PlayStation 4 I haven't turned on in two years. So nice. Yeah, I just strictly yeah. a PC at this point. You can um, Game Pass applies to PC and Xbox, correct? Yeah, you yeah. can get a PC only one, and it's fairly mm-hmm. cheap. Because um, uh, both are on Game Pass right now, both Dooms. Oh, both Dooms and Starfield. Oh, Starfield's on Game Pass. Starfield's on. Yeah, it's a huge mm-hmm. like they're marketing. They want this. Well, thing the, they own was Microsoft bought Bethesda. Oh, that's right. And well, they, maybe and I will play it. They locked out PlayStation, so they're trying to like really solidify that this is their IP and it's awesome. Well, even, and, well I don't even know if it'll run on my system. <laughs> I feel like as more games come out, the more that's true. My system. Gets. I have, I have, I still run on last gen Xbox. I haven't, I haven't bought a new fucking Xbox, and that's very off brand for me. Yeah, that is that is surprising. <laughs> Kids, man, I just when when the only game you play is Overwatch and upgrading doesn't change anything you're like ah, i'll wait 
You got a pretty nice PC. You don't play any PC games? I don't have a. G- I gave away my GPU. Oh, that's right. I, I have a, I have a 2060 RTX in my laptop that I better use that for recording, and I'm not going to set that up. So, hmm. but yeah, All right. great games. Who, who wants to go next? You tell us. Um, Will Willie Will? All right, go next. We're starting with number five this week. Yep. Okay. Uh, this game uh, came out on GameCube. This Ooh, was, uh, excited! That was the console I chose of that generation uh when you're a kid you only get to pick one usually unless you're rich uh the simpsons hit and run Ooh. okay yeah. go on so mm-hmm. i don't if you're not familiar uh, it's basically a reskin of grand theft auto 3 and mm. it you know obviously those were industry altering games and they're like hey what if we just changed all the characters and voices to simpsons and they didn't phone it in for once on a, you know, crossover title. They went all in on this game. Uh, it played exactly like a Grand Theft Auto game with all the, mm-hmm. you know, actual voice actors, tons of original, like, just for the game dialogue. Uh, it took a long time to finish. There's tons of quotes uh, from it. You know, one thing I, I still say to this day is, when you're driving as Homer, out of my way, jerk ass. I say that in traffic almost daily. Uh, it, it's just, they, it, and I think it was the first time Springfield had ever been mapped out in a 3D universe. And it was just perfectly executed. Uh, so yeah, Simpsons hit and run. Love that I game. Always, I always got this one confused with, uh, let's see, Road Rage, which is more like a crazy taxi. Crazy one. taxi. I, yeah, I, I, I played... I played both, but I always get them like mixed up. Nah, Hit and Run was the superior title for sure. Yeah, I thought it was one and the same, but now I'm I'm being proven wrong, which is very rare. Did you know they they um they did a remaster of this? Really? It's not it's not out yet, but it is. Oh. I like looked it up and it was remaster is done apparently, and this was as of July twenty third, twenty fourth. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh, PC or um, I have to sit here and read through the article to figure it out. <laughs> nah, nah, yes, yeah, <laughs> that's cool though. Uh, definitely a game worth playing if you're a Simpsons fan, which I definitely am. And Grand Theft Auto, I mean, come on, yeah, sorry if that's on someone's list later. Uh, yeah, okay, cool, good pick. I'll go. Um, so my number five. I almost feel silly having this as my number five. I'm I'm, con- I'm considering as a last minute swap out um, right now. Um, the only reason I'm considering it is because I've talked about this game like four or five times on this show in different video game episodes. But I just like it so much. And it definitely came to mind on this topic. But, hmm. <laughs> Trying to think. Shit or get off the pot, kid. I'm shitting. Uh, all right, I'll keep it. I'll keep it. I'll keep it. But I've talked about it before. My number five uh, for best video game campaigns is a game from 2004 called The Suffering. Um, this game, <clears throat> I feel like, never got the respect it ultimately deserved. Uh, it's a horror game. The, the story was like you played as this character named Torque. Who was sentenced to mur- uh, sentenced to death for the murder of his wife, but he doesn't remember doing it. 
and he gets sent to like Abbott State Penitentiary, uh, where <coughs> excuse me, it's turned out like uh, people are doing like crazy experiments on the death row inmates, and it's like a it's a kind of like a psych hospital slash prison type of deal, and throughout the entire game, you get memories and. I don't, this wasn't the first game, but this was the first game that I played that had this feature to it where depending on the choices you made throughout the game determined the ending you got. Essentially, the two endings you could have is either you did actually kill your wife or you didn't kill your wife. (laughs) Um, I never played it a second time to get the other one. I got the one where I didn't kill my wife because... I am a gentle soul, and every Pussy. time it, I know, I know, but it was like there'd be situations where it's like, oh, save this person. I'd be like, oh, I guess I got to save him. I didn't know I had the option to be like, ah, fuck that, I'm getting out of here, or kill him myself. Um, but um, but it was scary, and the, the the monsters in it were very creepy, and the memories would just come out of nowhere, just like at any given time, you could like turn a corner and you'd just be like, boom, flashback, or like your daughter, um who I believe you also killed. I think you killed your, your wife and your daughter, or you might not have. Um, so it's a hero story. It's a hero yeah. story. Um, but like a little girl would just like, you'd be like in a cave, like on the island where the prison was. And like this, like your daughter would just like run across in the distance. And then you'd be like, huh? And I was like, Jesus Christ, I fucking hate this game, but I love it. But it was really good. And I'm surprised that, I'm surprised it didn't, it didn't branch off into a larger franchise. I bet there's a story somewhere as to why that was, because I thought the game was excellent. It played well. The story was good. It was cohesive. It um, it lent itself to a bunch of characters. And I want to say there was a second one, I think, but I never played it. Um, but anyway, my number five is The Suffering. It's a great... If if, for some, if anyone has like an old N64 emulator um, and they're looking for like, just like a good old game from that era, like The Suffering, especially with Halloween coming up, Spookfest... This is a great game to to give a shot if you can. That game does not ring a bell to me at all. No, no one, yeah. no one knows what it is, and it's really, really good. I'm looking at the screenshots right now, and it looks fucking really brutally awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's it. For it was a lot better than I, I think it got credit for, and I, I have no idea why. Like I said, I bet there's a story somewhere where like, oh yeah, the dev went out of business because he was like banging hookers or like something <laughs> happened. Um. But it just, I don't know, it just it just existed and then it died. But that's my number five. That pick fucks. <laughs> uh, Charles, number four. Yeah. Uh, my number four, I'm going to get this this one out of the way because it's, uh, it's a big one. Uh-oh. My number four is Skyrim. No, thank you. No, thank Never you. played it. Well, Never wow, it. okay. My um, introduction to the Bethesda was Fallout 4. Really, Jesus, yeah. man! Late bloomer. Um, yeah. Um, well, <coughs> Skyrim is probably what the one game played on the most consoles right now. Still, they've next genned it. I think two times from like three to four to five. PS3, four, and five. I yep. think yep. at this point, you can mod the shit out of this game. But like, just in general, this was a really for its time truly amazing open world fantasy game. Um, that had a lot of like Nordic vibes to it. Had dragons, elves. If you're familiar with like if familiar with the Elder Scrolls uh, series, it's another line in that. I think it was like number. 
I think it's number three or four in Elder Scrolls. And I can be honest, I never played any of the ones before it. But it's definitely like a solid fantasy genre. Um, you play as a dragonborn, you inherit powers, or you can just fuck off and do all the side missions instead and not follow the main storyline. Um, like, the only downfall of this game was uh, anytime you interacted with a new faction, you apparently just became the leader of it. Okay. So, yeah. So you're the leader of like the Thieves Guild. You're the leader of like the, I think it's the Nightingales, which were like the assassins. You're the head of the Mage College, even though you're not a mage. Uh, like, it's that was the one downfall. You couldn't decline anything. They were just like, nope, now you're our leader. So congrats, even though you walk around beating people up with, I mean, actually, the best thing was just being an archer in this game. It got to the point where you can get so powerful in these games, you can just one-shot a dragon with a bow and arrow. But, yeah. Yeah, as a, as a you know relatively new Bethesda fan, I mean, all the games are very similar, and it's mm-hmm. like they progress their engine and their game mechanics um, throughout different titles. So the mechanics are linear, but you know, yeah. the, the title releases are so vastly different. It's really interesting the way they do that. Yeah, the, the the that's the one downfall of Bethesda. That was they don't they don't spend a lot of money into their game engines. <laughs> they really get as much out of them as they possibly can. So yeah, Skyrim at its time, which was what the early twenty eleven, it was already on. I think something from Fallout three, and it was still like it was looking rough already. And the fact that it's still working today is crazy. Because people yeah, just love that, replaying this game. I've done it. I went three times through the campaign. Oh, nice. Jesus. Yeah. I've seen people. This is one of those games that people like to have run on random pieces of technology. Uh, kind of oh, like, yeah. you know, DOS Doom. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, oh, just playing Skyrim on my refrigerator. <laughs> well, yeah, it's going to be ported to like, you know, it's going to be ported to your Etch-A-Sketch soon. It's, uh, <laughs> it's working on all levels. But it's like. It also gave the game gives you the great meme of where you're watching something, someone gets knocked out, turns to black, and it fades in. It's the beginning of fucking Skyrim. It's like, hey, you awake? Yeah. <laughs> That's where this thing came from. Despite not playing the game, I love that meme. I still love it. I've been waiting on, I've been waiting on someone to pull a huge long con with that. Where after a while, it's just all of a sudden <laughs> that shows up again. Like, ah, son of a bitch. <laughs> the Dark Knight Four. <laughs> Don't you tease us. <laughs> How dare you? They're re-releasing those movies in theaters, if anybody's. Oh, really? Why? Super fans. Um, next month, I think. Well, well, well. Looks like all, I have something to not go. In IMAX? No. I saw it on an IMAX subreddit, so everybody was pissed. But I don't know. If you're a big Batman fan, go for it. Are they all? Is it like a triple feature? Uh, well, they're just they're going to be releasing like re-releasing all three. Begins Dark Knight and Returns. So you could do that, I guess, if you were so inclined. But, God, that's a long day. That's yeah, so what, 12 hours? <laughs> I mean, you only go watch the first two. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. What about the third one? <laughs> what about me? With... No, no, we don't need, we don't need you, Bane. Yeah, please watch my film. It was better than you think. Is, is Bane really that hated? Yo, he wasn't well-received. Oh, I thought the movie was pretty good. No, it's full of plot, or maybe Bane yeah. wasn't the problem. Maybe it was 
Christopher Nolan fell out of love with the franchise. Oh, well, sure. they catered yeah. to the casual fan, and that was absolutely me. I mean, they, had, they had the fucking Pittsburgh Steelers in it. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> I don't I remember that, Ben Roethlisberger should not be in the Dark Knight trilogy. Come on. Forever memorialized. Yeah, that uh, rapist. <laughs> Will, I believe you're up. All right. Uh, number four. This one maybe won't hit so hard, but I bet there's a couple people out there. Um, another GameCube game. Go figure. Uh, Sonic Battle Adventure 2. What? <laughs> I, kn- I knew this would kind of fall on some deaf ears here. but uh, I'm waiting for you to pick like a pinball machine. Uh, if that would have counted, yeah, I probably would have picked Medieval Madness. Uh, but anyway, uh, Sonic Battle Adventure 2 was um, the best 3D or the, the first good 3D adaptation of Sonic. Came out first on Dreamcast uh, as Sonic Adventure 2, and then they remastered, re-released it on GameCube as Sonic Battle Adventure 2 because they added like a... A uh, character, kind of like they did with Knuckles, they added a new character called Shadow just to spice it up. Oh, this this is where Shadow came from. Yeah, I think this was his first appearance. I mean, that's a very cool, very cool character. Yeah, Shadow, black and red Sonic. I mean, uh, but the the graphics were vastly improved. It was um, they had also a component, like a Pokemon component to the game. Um, they had these little animals if. You guys are familiar with the original Sonics on Sega? At the end of the level, you you jump on the thing and a bunch of little animals Mm -hmm. pop out. Oh, yeah. Well, in this game, those little animals became a part of the game, and you could, like, find them and collect them and breed them. And if you, like, breed different types together, you could customize your own little chow. They were called chows. C-H-A-O, I think, or O-A. And you breed them up. You can make, like, your fire, water, ice chow and then battle them. And a little mini game inside the game. Uh, it was it's just the game itself, super fast paced. Um, the soundtrack was phenomenal for some reason. <laughs> it just that the first level is an iconic first level for people who are uh, fans of the game. Uh, it the soundtrack and the level itself. You're just streaming down these like San Francisco style streets, steep roads, and just like when you barely touch a car, it just like blows up and flips down the street and takes everyone out and what is so it called the game sonic adventure or i'm sorry sonic battle adventure 2 the gamecube version okay sonic adventure 2 would get you similar results if, um, is this an open world no it's uh okay. you know it's linear as Age. a sonic game would be but three-dimensional okay. and so mind-blowingly fast it was really awesome This is, I would accurately describe this as rad. <laughs> Tubular, dude. Yeah. That's not even the quintessential song from the franchise, from the game. Was it level one? Um, I, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure, but perhaps I'm mistaken. Anyway, I think it's called Follow Me, if you want to try again. But yeah, this game, just like I said, like mind-blowingly fast. The the upgrade from N64 to GameCube, I had no idea this game was a port from Dreamcast when I bought it. Uh, actually, I didn't know that until last week. 
So, <laughs> but wow. it, just, it was such a well done remake, and they took it serious, and they put in amazing gameplay, added that extra, you know, dimension of the Pokemon, or, or kind of like a, I think Final Fantasy and the Chocobos, the way those went. If anyone's familiar with that. Yeah, this is it. Sounds like the 2000s. <laughs> Sounds just like about the, right. Yeah, oh. early 2000s. It was perfect. That could have been on TRL. Maybe it so, will be someday. <laughs> someday. But that's my number four, Sonic Battle Adventure 2. Nice, dude. Uh, all right, my number four is... Uh, uh, all right, so I don't remember the ins and outs, Okay. I don't. I remember I, I have so many kids. What? Hey. <laughs> um, but I do remember that I very much enjoyed this game and <coughs> the campaign was awesome. It's one of the one of the probably more recent games where I was like, "Oh, I love this campaign." Uh, and my number 4 is Star Wars Battlefront 2. Oh. I didn't know there was a campaign. Yeah. I played that um, a little bit. Wait, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Battlefront 2. Yeah, yeah, 100% had a campaign. Um, the coolest part that I thought about this video game was, I think this was the first, I, I could be wrong, but it was either the first or one of the very first uh, video games that came out post-Disney purchasing Lucasfilm. And what I thought was so cool about the campaign is that it is 100% canon to the Star Wars universe. What? Yes. Yeah. Okay. You're talking about the older Battlefront, right? Battlefront two, the second one. Not the not um not like the Knights of the Old Republic or or those games that one came out semi recently everyone loved. Uh Jedi Fallen Order or whatever. Not that. This is Battlefront two. It did have a very intense multiplayer aspect to it that was very popular with like huge battles. Uh like sixty on sixty wars. Um oh. Yeah, with like, you can get like an ATAT, or you could you could get into like a Tie Fighter and things like that in this in the war as well. Um, it was a, like it was a, like Battlefield. They tried to do Battlefield Star Wars. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it it was super it's super awesome. I think people still play it to be honest, um, because it's just a quality FPS in the Star Wars universe, and yeah, it's good. But the but the campaign. Um, was very good. The story was very good. It was as good as any Star Wars, you know, one of the better Star Wars stories there were. The only difference was that you, you got to play through it. And I should have looked this up. I'll try to look it up afterwards. But there is a piece of pretty important explanation to something in Battlefront 2's campaign. And I, fuck, I, I meant to look this up. I forgot. I'll look it up in a minute. Um, but something that is like an unanswered question in one of the movies is explained in this game. Really? Yeah, I'll, I'll have to look it up. And it's, and, and like I said, the fact that it was canon, I was like, oh, just play it just for the sake of knowing what's going on. Um, but it's very good. It's not that long. Um, it's not that long at all, which is good for me because I can't, I can't play like fucking 400 hour campaign uh-huh. of, of anything. Yeah. Um, but it's a Star Wars game. The graphics are great. The gameplay is fun. Um, everything is 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 super super awesome. Um, that's it. That's my number four. That's all I got to say. Thanks. Uh, I'm gonna look up what that thing was. In that game, do you play as any specific character, or does he kind of like bounce around? 
Uh, you play as, um, I think you just play as one female character who I think is like, I think you used to be a stormtrooper and you defect because like Luke Skywalker like helps you out of some situation. Um, that was also going to be my question. Does it take place in like the original trilogy or post? <laughs> yeah, the original trilogy. Nice. Uh, yeah, and in my defense there, there was a, they did make a new game called Battlefront 2 which was mostly multiplayer and everybody got pissed off because it took like an impossible amount of hours to unlock Darth Vader unless you spent a ton of money. Yes. But I, I see now you're, you're talking about the old school Battlefront 2 that everybody loved. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, oh yeah, the original Battlefront 2. Yeah, this is the game. Uh, story of the storyline predominantly follows uh, Aiden Versio, Versio, commander of the Imperial Special Forces Unit Inferno Squad. Uh, upon witnessing the destruct, oh, that's right. Yeah, in the game, you're like on a mission, and then you look up in the sky and you see the destruction of the Death Star. <laughs> oh, cool. Uh, upon yeah. witnessing the destruction of the second Death Star, Versio's troops look to her for direction. Versio tells her troops that they will avenge the Emperor. Uh, but then everything kind of gets changed, and you kind of like flip. And I don't know, it's good. You do a lot of like prisoner freeing, um, but it's good. Very, very good. Very good. Nice. I like it. All right, Charles, number three. Number three. Um, this is also a heavy hitter, in my opinion. I don't know. Um, my number three is Red Dead Redemption Two. I nice. <coughs> never played two. I played one, and it's I know it's a totally different game. Oh, I played like Red Dead Two for about two and a half hours, and oh, dude. My problem is I'll walk away from a game like that and then get back, try to get back into it, forget all the controls and get mad and never play again. <laughs> that is, um, I played this also for a very long time. Um, and yeah, even after like playing through the campaign and then going back and doing other things, I still accidentally would fucking quick draw on people in town <laughs> and then I would have like a <laughs> criminal record. Um, <clears throat> But I also, you're not the first to say the controls are crazy. I know f- fellow fun, but Kevin Weaver uh, didn't like the horse controls. So he, that's why he didn't play it was because he yeah. couldn't. Didn't He's like got the horse expert controls. horse controls in his bedroom. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Red Dead Redemption 2. I mean, I'm, I'm a sucker for like the Wild West and this is right in there. And it's a bit confusing because it, it's it takes red dead redemption 2 takes place is a prequel to red dead redemption 1 so you're playing as a character that influenced uh what's it john marston from red dead 1 um and actually to spoil it this game's been out for fucking forever do y'all care like if i it's his son (laughs) i have no idea no (laughs) um it bleeds into Red Dead 2 perfectly bleeds into Red Dead 1, and then Rockstar never followed up by, you know, printing money, like easy money, and they decided to keep working on Grand Theft Auto and not actually revamp Red Dead 1. Um, But uh, yeah, Red Dead 2 is just, it's a huge game. It has an incredible story behind it, and a lot of, it has a lot of choice making in it, if you're going to be like a good guy or a bad guy, and it affects the outcome of your game um, as you play. Um, and it really is just like a hero story because you play as Arthur Morgan as he goes through and he basically makes all his choices in life. And, but uh, the, the impact I knew this game had on me was uh, 
This is the only game that's made me cry. <laughs> I fucking cried playing this game in the last mission. And it's uh, the main spoiler. It's not even a huge spoiler, but if you if you haven't skipped like 15 seconds ahead, um, there's a scene where you're running away from the police at the end, and uh, they shoot your horse out from under you, and they have this like beautiful cinematic where as your horse is dying, he's like, I'm sorry. And he like puts his horse down and then he runs off. And I was like, Oh my God, the, the horse. And that's what that made me cry. And I was kind of upset by it. Yeah. But then you get the notification plus 12 glue added to your inventory. <laughs> that glue is important. Right. <laughs> but yeah, this game is just, it has kind of everything you want out of a, like an out, like a wild West game. You can ride around. You can explore. People are still finding shit in this game that they've hidden. Um, the downside was Rockstar really didn't feel like supporting the online gameplay like they do with Grand Theft Auto. So it had this huge potential to be online as well in a big open world Wild West. And they just kind of threw a couple huh. like game passes at it. And that was it. They didn't really I, take care of it. I thought the online was doing well. Maybe it was just right after release that I was seeing that. But in the few hours that I did play, I realized immediately it's a fantastic game. It's a beautiful game, especially on you know PC mm-hmm. if you get a nice monitor. Uh, it, there's a button you can press to have the horse just fucking drive you around. But mm-hmm. I would still yeah, stare at the auto. screen because yeah. it was just so beautiful to watch the scenery and everything that was going on around. Yeah. Uh, really looks- a game that I maybe someday will go back to, but I it just wasn't the right time for me and I started it. Uh, without the enough time to actually get into it, yeah, it's it's definitely one of those games that if you're like, I'm only gonna play an hour, you're gonna you're gonna look up and it's been three hours. Yep. <laughs> it's it's not a weekday you game. Spent, you spent the whole time instead of fast traveling, you rode across that desert yep. in real time. In real time. <laughs> so yeah, it's just a beautiful and really fun game. Um, it's one of those where. It's no one will ever be able to make like a movie or TV show out of it because it'll never do justice to the game itself. Hell yeah. Number three. That's great. Number three. Uh, All right. Will number three, number three. Uh, I might hit one of you guys here. Okay. Um, Uh We're all about the same age. You wake up that Christmas morning. I think it was 97. You (laughs) wanted one thing under your tree and it was a Nintendo 64. And there was only one game that you needed to get with that. And it was Mario 64. That's <laughs> uh, not on my list. <laughs> Come on. Good pick, but not on my yeah, list. Yeah, good pick, not on my list. <laughs> yeah. Let, it, it was the apex of the transition from 2 to 3D. And yeah. it was so perfectly yeah, executed. Mm-hmm. It was the perfect Mario cuteness, you know, catchiness stuff. The little sound quips they had in there. Um, you know, the, just the jump, you know, the, the game just hit on every single level. The power-ups were awesome. Just slide levels. Just get to the part where you drop the child penguin off a cliff in front of its mother. (laughs) Literally the next sentence I had written down. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. Oh, really? (laughs) So let me, I'm just going to back up here just so it flows a little better. All right. The slide levels, throwing Bowser around by his tail, you know, in the boss fights, and throwing the penguin off the cliff in front of its mother. 
I mean, this this is a flagship game for Nintendo uh, that they, you know, a new, a new launch like that, a new console, new gen is obviously a huge risk. Um, some companies don't survive, said Sega, looking at you. Um, but they delivered 100%. It's such a replayable game. I know that I've beat it end to end three times, at least in 100%, uh, 100% of it at least once. How many stars are there in total? 121, I think. Is it 121? I think it's 121. Maybe I, 120. What, did, what an thought, odd amount. But I got, so I did the, the extra mode and I unlocked Yoshi off the roof. Yoshi off the roof? No, I'm kidding. That's a long-term rumor that it was possible and it would make people fucking play the whole game in a certain <laughs> way. <laughs> and torture themselves, but it was just bullshit. Oh God, that's like it's like old, the secret of like old, old, old copy pasta. That's like Mew being in the original red and blue Pokemon. Yes, exactly like that. Yeah, that's better. bullshit. We're missing number for that. <laughs> uh, no, that's a great game. Man, I, I mean, nobody can say anything bad about Mario sixty four, can we? No, I remember my sister's boyfriend got it. And I was like, I was jonesing so hard to fucking play that game, man. I just sat there and just like patiently waited for someone to be like, oh, you want to try? Uh, when I got those sticks, I was fucking, my mind was blown. Yeah, it was so good. It was next gen and it delivered, you know, to my however old self at the time, 13 maybe. It, it really, it was a next level experience. No, 100%. That's a great pick. All right, me number three. Number three? Yeah. Okay, let's see what I got here. All right, so this is my number three, and we've already talked about it like five times. My number three, <laughs> my number three is Grand Theft Auto Five. Oh, oh, nice. Yeah. Um, is that the that's the current one, right? It's the current one from like fourteen years ago. <laughs> but I, I, I'm just asking, not uh, the one San San Andreas. Never mind. That's the one I was thinking. No, that's the last one I played. No, when this game is still like the most highly like purchased game. Um, it's insane. When did it get released? GTA Five release date. This is going to be insane. It was one of the only games I had on my Xbox 360. It's ten years old. It was released in 2013. Um, but man, September 17, 2013. Um, <laughs> it generated it generated a billion dollars in 72 hours. Oh my god. <laughs> 72 hours. So listen, we all we all know no one who plays video games doesn't know this game, and no one who doesn't play video games doesn't know exactly how this game is played, and no one at all doesn't know this game <laughs> i don't know how the online shit works because all i I've see is clips online and yeah. it looks insane people are, are still playing it and they, they're, they're still, just raking in money they're printing money off this online they still shit. have like what D, not dlcs but whatever they add like yeah. events to the online and it just sells out yeah like, like. bank like heist modes and like mm -hmm. all these fucking things and <clears throat> talk this is like a testament to how well you made your game. There are role play servers for this game. Nice. And what? You've never seen this? This is so cringy. No. 
Oh my god, dude, please don't make people drive around like regular people. No, Charles, that's exactly what they do. There's police officers. There's police officers that actually actually enforce the law, and they actually will arrest you, and they will like read you your rights, and they'll do the whole thing. And then there's Officer Bistany, who will just say, hide your kids, hide your wife. Listen, all I'm saying is that I try to give a a true-to-life experience so i treat people differently based on their race (laughs) (laughs) i'm playing the part i was given okay it's all i'm doing can't help it if i'm a good actor Um, it is so cool though it's but like there's tons of servers like that i remember i watched uh xqc just troll those for a little bit he kept getting kicked off all these servers and and all this stuff um but i couldn't believe i couldn't believe what i was watching there are people that straight up like uh some person was just like like a hot dog vendor and we just stand there and just like sell you a hot dog and like you come up and you'd like have a conversation with them with like proximity chat. It was so and like he was like uh XQC was on like a half pipe uh on like a bike and like would fall and like an ambulance person would come over and these two ambulance people would come on and be like, We gotta get you up, we gotta bandage you and he'd be like, Help me and it's just like <laughs> it's so cringe, but like that's how good this game is. I just I'm baffled by it because I'm like, I barely have time in my day to oh, yeah. consider thinking about it. There's people who go out here and just like, oh, I'm done with work. I'm doing whatever I do in my office job. Now I'm going to go be an ambulance driver and it's, grant the thought. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a second life game. Yeah, I was just yeah. going to say, it's gonna when say you saw second the, second life. Life, the second life like news reports from 10, 15 years ago, <laughs> like people are really getting into this shit. It's pretty weird. And now oh it's just God. common. Yeah. You don't even hear the phrase second life anymore. People are like, oh, no, I just play this. No, this is like, my oh. first life. <laughs> Most people would just think Second Life is a reference to like the first season of The Office. Um, here's something I did want to touch upon while talking about mm-hmm. this game. Has anyone heard about how much Grand Theft Auto 6 is reportedly going to cost? No. Uh, over a billion, I think. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean to purchase the game. Oh, no. Probably I'm pretty sure the retail, the retail price for Grand Theft Auto 6 is $150. Oh, no, thank you. 50. No. Yeah. I'm good. That's a bold move. And it's going to work. Because, <laughs> no, it's going to work. It's going to fucking know. work. Because I mean, they'll, they'll eventually, they'll be like, okay, it's the same price, but you're going to get an extra 100,000 fucking GTA bucks. And they'll just keep adding bullshit onto it until you're like, wow, yeah, I guess I really want to play it. How finished is that $150 going to be? <laughs> like, that's my big. That's yeah. my big Are they issue. known for that, Rockstar? I don't think so. Uh, how no, would you the, know? They haven't released a game since Red Dead Redemption Two, and that was done. Thank God. Yeah, Rockstar. I think. I think they. I think one of their big things is like the game will be done when they release it. Yeah. Um, I think that's why it's taking so long, and also the size of this game is fucking. Biz- it's 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 comically large. Yeah, that's that's what I've read too. It, it looks like it's going to be this, and like you said, they're they're putting it off. They're putting it off because they just keep adding and adding and adding because they basically have unlimited funds for development on the game they released, goddamn twelve years ago. Yep. Is this taking place? That I looked up the location for GTA Six. It says modern day Vice City. Yeah. So they're going back to Vice City again. Well, you, well, no, because here's the thing. The map is so big. I think it has San Andreas. It's going to have it all. And it has Vice City. Oh, my 
I think that's the whole point is like it's taking yeah. all these all these neighborhoods Liberty City Liberty like Liberty like it, they're all going to be there in in full scale. That's ridiculous. Unbelievable. Like, it makes me think of how big uh San Andreas was cuz that was a huge game for its time. Yeah. So I can't imagine what this is going to be like. But video game you got to remember video games now are bigger than movies. Mm-hmm. They're more profitable, they cost a lot more. They're the high uh, the most expensive form of entertainment to produce, I think. Yeah. But they but they they generate money for potentially decades ever. Yeah. Yeah, or ever. Look at look at God Counter-Strike. <laughs> no, they've done hardly anything. And yeah. I, and they uh, they sell out arenas. And they sell out arenas to watch people play with skins mm-hmm. that don't affect gameplay, which I like about that. I love that about Valve is that they it's not pay to win, it's pay to display. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. So it says like it'll be tw- two times the size of GT uh, GTA 5's map and three times the size of San Andreas. Wow. Well, I'm all for a hype train and I will definitely I'll pay the 150 to play day one and try to get into it. Yeah, I just want to see how graphic the blowjob hooker part is going to be. Better be. I mean, geez. oh my god. <laughs> I, you better be able to there, there if there's not a quick time mm. event to jizz on her face, I don't want to play. Yo. That is the one thing I was pissed about for Red Dead Redemption. It <laughs> the was jizz just, on the face. What? <laughs> you could go like bathe yourself in that game, and then like for an extra like they'd come knock on your door, and for like an extra like twenty like nickels, I don't know, I don't remember what their fucking currency was in that game, but like twenty cents, they could come in and bathe you, but nothing happened. So I'm not paying for that. And that disappointed I like, you? I was like, this is, well, it was mainly because it's like, it's it's Rockstar. Right. It's the people who make Grand Theft Auto. This is the fucking Wild West where I can like shoot a whole goddamn town dead <laughs> and no. just like walk away. But they're like, mm, no, we're going to, no, hooker, no hookers. I guess we found the guy who clicks on those, those mm-hmm. side ads on porn sites of Marge <laughs> getting <What>? fucked. <laughs> You're mad that there wasn't enough sex in your video game? First of all, I have an ad blocker. Secondly, yes, it's rule 34. (laughs) (laughs) Do you play that volleyball game, Dead or Alive? Oh, those girls are hot. God. What? Come on. <laughs> Why? They got the titties. I remember but, you know, listen, they like have, in high school, people were going nuts. Listen, there's, they a, new have, one. there's oh a new God. one. They have Voight licensed volleyballs. <laughs> <laughs> it's legit. <laughs> it's legit. They wearing Fila sandals. Oh yeah, God. dude. Um, but yeah, that's my number three is GTA Five. It's a fucking. Oh, we didn't talk about the fucking campaign. We just talked about the game. Um, but I the mean, the campaign yeah. is a great story. I mean, it's always you just become yeah. a criminal. You just do small time criminal shit, and then you work your way up. And it's just um, the cutscenes are awesome. The characters are are fucking amazing. Um, yeah. It's it's just it's just awesome. The game the is dialogue is, is great. Yeah, all the all the scenes like you said, and the characters are so different and real. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like you know they're not higher enough to. Screen Actors Guild list. I feel like for the, <laughs> the people that that come and voice it, they know what they're doing. Yeah, one hundred percent. You ever play the uh, the original first two? The overhead. Oh yeah, the, the top down mm-hmm. ones. Yeah, you just used to just drive your car yeah. and just blood uh, paint like just all over the place. It was great. Those games played really well. I would love to see a mobile version. Yeah, I'm surprised there isn't. Um, 
actually, I used to play that across the street. Uh, at Justin's house had it on uh, the computer that he built at like some summer program. That doesn't sound like Justin. It was, was him. Shane. That was Shane. No, 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 no. Justin and Shane and Adam all did a summer program where like the whole thing was like they built a computer that they were able to keep, and um, that's what they did. And then they had one in the room, and it had Grand Theft Auto on. I used to go over and play it there. So there. What do you think of that? Hmm? I hmm? guess you hmm? got me on our- I gotcha. Uh, who's up? Uh, Charles Nachucky, number two? Yeah. Uh, my number two is Fallout 3. No idea. Nice. Oh. Um, so, Will, you said you played Fallout 4? Fallout 4 was my first. Yeah. Like, Fallout 3 definitely paved the way for 4. New Vegas in the yeah. middle of them really helped I know, it out. I know like, the lore. but Oh, yeah. The one thing I think that made this game truly great, well, not just because it takes place in the Capital Wasteland, which is Northern Virginia, D.C., and Maryland. So my I was playing a video game based in my home area at the time. and uh, But it has a karma system in it. So every decision you make affects the way the whole game plays and people react to you. And I just thought it was such an interesting concept of, like, you go, you do a mission this way, and uh, say so you decide to be a dick about it and you decide to like kill everybody or not help people at all. You can now go wander around the wasteland, pick up one of the radio stations. And now that the DJ on it is talking about how much of a dick you are for messing with these people. <laughs> and that it's just like it is slowly builds up your karma as you go through the game and it fully it impacts your outcome. Um, but it was like my first introduction to how big campaign modes can be and how just i guess it would be my first open world game really like serious open world game uh that wasn't grand theft auto i don't know (laughs) but um yeah this was this was my first introduction to the fallout universe and it was just I, i feel like it's a perfect introduction i have huge nostalgia for wanting to play this game still the only problem is you go to play it and it looks like a foot, so it just yeah. doesn't hold up well. Um, I I actually tried to because I know that it's you know a fan favorite and like I said I got in late, but I'm I'm in the circle of people who love these games, the Fallout games, and they always rave about Fallout Three, Fallout New Vegas is the best ever. Nothing will ever be better. Yeah, whatever. Fuck it. Uh, but I did launch Fallout Three, bought it and downloaded it, played for a couple hours, and I'm like, yeah, it's just too old. It's yeah, that's my issue with a lot of older games. Like I loved them, but I can't revisit them anymore because <laughs> they look bad. Um, but I think like the craziest thing about this, this game besides the karma system was, um, to finish the campaign, you have to figure out this like password and it's something they give you right at the beginning of the game. Oh, um, so you either have to remember it, and then they have a little bit of a handicap, like, oh, say you didn't remember it, you can kind of revisit your memories, quote-unquote, but you can, it's it's something they give to you right at the beginning. Like, it's just that you take it as a cutscene, which is a deep cut, but, like, it, it was one of those things that's so frustrating once you figured out what it was. You're like, oh, my God, it was right there the whole time. So, password. Um, the answer is password. <laughs> password. password. Yeah. But yeah, that this game, I mean, it's just incredible. Um, oh, yeah, made like you said, I, Fallout. I didn't, I didn't play Fallout Three, but knowing, knowing the other franchise, Fallout mm-hmm. Four, um, 
that introduction for me was the same of like, oh, it's a choose your own adventure and the outcome changes. I, that was that was such a great mechanic that I had never experienced before. So, you know, to get, you know, to get that in Fallout 3, even uh, an earlier generation, amazing. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, all right, cool. Will? Number two. Number two. Uh, all right. My first PlayStation game on the list. Although I did cool play it on borders. PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, cool, yo, cool borders three was dope. <laughs> that was a good game. Play as the alien, spin so fucking fast. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, this game was released the PlayStation exclusive. Uh another one that I played late. Played it on PC a year or two ago. Kingdom Hearts three. Okay. I and never played any of these. Any of them? No. Matt? No. No, I really... As a Disney fucking I know. Nerd. I know. This is like a game I should have played. I just never did. Well, it gets it gets a little, you know, heat from fucking nerds, but uh, they were mad that Square Enix wasn't making their new Final Fantasy. They're wasting their time with Disney. You know? But either way, I played Kingdom Hearts 1, played number 2, uh, and then most recently number 3, and Recency bias probably got me, but it was a beautifully executed game. They took forever to release the third one, uh, but it was it was worth the wait. Uh, it was basically a Final Fantasy game for people who didn't really care for the, the core epicness of the Final Fantasy storylines. Uh, they got pretty intricate and fantasy-driven, which isn't really my thing. Uh, so the marriage with you know Disney in Square Enix and a similar type of game just appealed to me because it had that, that common tone, uh, you know, toned it down in its seriousness. I feel like Final Fantasy is so serious and epic. The Disney aspect brought it down to ground level, added comedy, brightened up the visuals and well executed, by the way. Uh, Can you play as goofy? Oh yeah. Well, he's in your crew. Like you have, um, you have a crew that runs with you of a certain people and you can change, change characters in or out. Uh, Gary, uh, Gary, I don't know why I said that. Gary. Goofy. <laughs> Gary. Goofy is, is definitely a, Me, Gary. A, a finite character in the series. Um, so the, the best part was that it was Square Enix, one of the biggest developers out of Japan. Uh, one of the most popular franchises of all time. They jo decided to join up with Disney, one of the biggest corporations in the world, and they turned out an absolute stud of a game. And mm -hmm. I'm not normally one for the cutscenes in games. I like to skip them. Uh, but this this series made me want to watch them. It was very entertaining. It was, it was nostalgic to see all these old Disney characters I knew. And the cast of uh, voice actors they had, I'm going to run through this list real quick. It's a lot of people. So, Sora, the main character, is voiced by Haley Joel Osment. Uh, what? Billy Zane was Ansem, the evil guy. Hades from uh, Hercules. James Woods, Kristen Bell, Sean Austin, uh, Zach Braff, Lance Bass, Mark Hamill, Mandy Moore, Jim Hanks. That's Tom Hanks's what? brother. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, Ariel Winter, Christopher Lloyd, uh, Harvey Firestein, you know, not the guy that raped oh people. God. 
Yeah. And then for Donald Duck, Goofy, Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, they use the actual voice actors, you know, various yeah. dates, but from the 80s to current, uh, the yeah. real people, uh, Gilbert Gottfried was in there, Paige O'Hara, uh, Angela Lansbury, John Ratzenberger, Dan Damn. Castellaneta, Homer Simpson, mm -hmm. you know, for those who don't know, I just really solid list. They put all of the effort into this game and it. It to me it turned out as a one hundred percent gem, uh, you know, a fun game to play through. And if you wanted to master it, uh, the opportunity was there. It wasn't impossibly hard, but there was so much content that you could you could really play this game for a long time. Um, I I love that they committed to the voice actors because there's nothing more of a turnoff than like, oh, we're going to create video game out of this, and then they just have like knockoff voices. Exactly. That's <laughs> why it, it came off so authentic. And the gameplay was polished, you know, it was not, it was not like recent where it's like, oh, well, you know, patch and patch and patch, like we talked mm -hmm. about. Uh, it just came out as a solid title and I'd never had a, I think it was on PlayStation 4, I never had one of those. So I waited till it ended up on a PC port and I played beautifully in 2K and I really enjoyed playing it. Uh, one of the most fun campaigns ever. And just really interesting and, and nostalgic, like I said. Yeah, people love those games. Like I remember them. I remember kids in my high school going nuts when the first one came out, and I can't believe three came out in twenty nineteen. Like that is, yeah, the interesting interesting story. Made it the number three. <laughs> well, maybe not that interesting, but I got for a Christmas gift um, one year because the first game came out when I was a kid. I got a uh, the gift of the Lord of the Rings game, and I'm like, I don't fucking like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> God damn it, Santa! <laughs> I got so I returned towers? it and bought Kingdom Hearts one, and then that's what got me into the series. Yeah, this shit came out. The original came out in 2002. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, and they were they were fun and on normal difficulty, still really challenging. I mean, as they should be. I feel like games like they should still be a little. A little difficult. Yeah, I wish I um. Again, this is just another game I just don't have time for, which is too bad. Yeah, you you have to like I said, like I said with Red Dead, you have to get into it hard, fast when you have a couple days to spend, and then once you're in, you're in. But if you can't do that, it's it just won't. I don't know. At least at our age. Yep, a hundred percent. That's a good pick, though. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts three. Loved it. All right, my number deuce. He's got the deuce, deuce. Um, all right, so here's a game. This is a game that I tried. I've talked about this game before as well, but I played a demo at PAX East. I loved the demo so much. It was a PlayStation exclusive that I went out and I bought a PS4 Pro just so that I would have one when this game was available. Uh this is a game called Cool Borders 3. No, it's a... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, uh, Detroit. Has anyone played Detroit? Oh, oh darn. Never, I wish it was Cool Borders 3. <laughs> never played it. Um, I've never seen any gameplay about it. I've only seen like this posts is, about it. So I have no idea like what this is. Saints Row? Is it no, no, not even close. So it's called, uh, it, the full name of it's called uh, Detroit Becoming Human. And it's this 
game where you play through three different storylines and you play, essentially it's in a world where androids are a thing and they are essentially just human assistants, but they're very human-like. Um, but they're fully, you know, they're fully controlled to, you know, they're, they're androids. The game essentially is about the three androids that you play gaining sentience. Um, but it is in a extremely very heavy, very heavy stories. And it's, it's, I don't know. It was like when I played the demo, the demo is like the first level of the game and you are a Android hostage negotiator. And the whole thing's just like a decision. The whole, the whole game is a decision tree. It's, you're kind of just playing through it's, it. I wouldn't call it like a walking simulator cause there's more action to it, but it's pretty close. Um, and one of the things I liked about the game is after you completed a level, it would show you a graph of where you're tracking in your decisions against everyone else who's ever played the game. Huh. Um, and it's pretty interesting because you'd have like these very like, like a handful of people that went like way off course and you're like, how, like how, like what did they do that like, put them in this trajectory? Cause it would change the whole story. Like every decision you had carried weight to the next, the next thing that happened. Um, so the first one you play is a hostage negotiator and I was like, oh, this is fun. And then I just got like, so sucked into the fucking story. It was like, I was like so immersed in it. And I felt I, like I was done the demo and I felt like shit. Like I emotionally felt like fucking shit. And I was like, Jesus Christ, what the hell? I was like, what the hell just happened? So essentially in the first level, you're a hostage negotiator and there is a, an Android that's gone uh, haywire, right? Mm-hmm. And it has, and this this Android was a, um, it was like a companion to a kid. Like a lot of people got Androids to kind of like be their kid's companion, uh, you know, because like you know, kind of taking the play. It's like a like a high class kind of novelty. Um, but this one went haywire, and he's got the kid, um, with a gun to his head on like a, the side of a building. And you get called in because you're a negotiator. The person, the the hostage taker is an android, so they're like, "We'll call in this guy because you know he could, you know, level, you know, negotiate with him on his level." And it's brutal. You're like talking to this android who's they're again they're all human. They're not like robots. They're basically human, and you can choose to lie to him. And you know, I was like, okay, the whole point is I need to get this kid away from this android. And essentially, I just convinced the guy, I convinced this other android through my decision tree. Like, you can, like, walk around Mm -hmm. the apartment and you find different stuff. And, like, you pick up pictures and, like, you learn about the guy and, like, his relationship to the child and this and that. And essentially what was happening was he was an older model and he found out that he was going to be replaced with a newer model. And, like, he went, it, like, just went nuts. Uh, So it's, like, he's, it's, like, dealing with that and it's, like, processing emotions it's not supposed to. And I, I convinced the hostage to let the to let the hostage go um out of like continued promises of like nothing bad's gonna happen to him like you know they'll get him help and they'll get him like rebuilt and all this stuff and as soon as like the they like they he lets the hostage go the friggin other officers just friggin unload into this Oof. friggin android and it like it's like this uh, dramatic scene so realistic yeah and it's like <laughs> he falls off the uh 
you know, falls off the uh, the building, and it's just like I was like, what the fu-? like, and, the, and then like the scene kind of ends, and it's like, what? <laughs> like I felt betrayed, right? Because I <laughs> I was sure that like I that I had made the, the choice, and it's just like it kind of like that was like the first taste of the game, and I was like, oh, this is like an android's perspective of like trying to do good, dealing with like how cruel humanity can actually be at any given time for whatever reason. And that's, so that's, you play through the story as a hostage negotiator. You pay, you play as a, this one woman, uh, Android (coughs) who, um, is like a housekeeper to this drunk, abusive father to this little girl. And like, you're just like, uh, like a homekeeper and like, you're there to like help around the house. And you're like watching this drunk dad swear and curse out and then like beat his like little girl. And like you just stand there and watch it because you, it's like, and the whole thing is like you want to do something, but you like you can't until you eventually break free of your programming and actually like run away with the girl. Um, and then like that's a whole story. And then the third one is you are a, an assistant to a famous artist who is like, like crippled at this point and his son is uh like a drug addict and he like the son like shows up at the house and like you have this like awesome relationship with this guy um and like your best buddies and like you help him paint you help him around the house you push him around the house and his drug addict son like shows up and um like wants money and the guy's like we're not giving you money and like you like like you go to like defend like he goes to like attack his dad and like you defend him and like you accidentally like kill his son and then the guy yeah and the guy like um the guy's like, you have to leave. Like, he's like, I don't want to turn you in. I don't want to get you in trouble. Like, to, like, like, essentially, like, you're more important to this guy than his own son was because you like cared for him. And it's it's, it's so fucking heavy, and it's like, ugh, it's so good. It's it's so good, but man, you better be like on the top of your emotional game to play this <laughs> fucking thing because there's nothing good that ever happens. Where you're like, oh man, I feel good. Every time I put the game down, I just felt worse about life. <laughs> it was like, Jesus Christ. But it was so good. It's an amazing the game looks amazing. Um, it's 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 great. You really gotta try it out. I I just looked it up. Um, obviously I didn't play it. I don't think many people have. Uh, but <laughs> the screenshots, I searched by image. The screenshots are all just like close-ups of people's faces. Yeah, it's a lot of so dialogue. So I see that it's just a it's a dialogue-based game. And I had not really experienced that. It's one of these the emotional type games, like you mm-hmm. you pretty much described. It plays on your emotions. Uh, I I played a couple games like that. Uh, one of them was like this uh, one called Her Story, where you just kind of like solve a crime by weird interviews. And then there was another game of blinking. Every time you blink, the story changes, and you could like blink and kill your kid. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it was called Before Your Eyes. But yeah, these emotional games, man. I've played a couple of them. And I, I, I want to check this one out. It's one thing that <laughs> my wife doesn't like video games, but but she likes that kind of fucking sick shit. So <laughs> she she would, she, I mean, she would like this one because yeah, it's it, it pulls no punches on how heavy it gets. Uh, the guy who made this game also made this other game that was famous for the same reasons called Heavy Rain. I don't know if anyone's familiar with that one. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, but it's like the same yeah. thing. But that one's like more like a familial story. Um, and my nickname. And it's also Will's nickname, Heavy Rain. Um, but yeah, man, the um, I 
I, I had to restart this game because my favorite storyline was the woman and the little girl, uh, like running away with a little girl. And it's so, it's so fucking sad because like you have nothing and you're just like an Android and you like, you don't have, you don't, you don't have like a house, right? You just, you don't have anything. So you're, you're trying to protect this girl and, um, like she's hungry and you don't know what to do. So like, you have to like go like shoplift for her while like protecting her and like, but then like you, 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 you steal enough money to, and like you have to make these decisions where like you either like ask for help or like you just steal. Like, it's like a real life thing. Like, what would you do? So (laughs) hold on. What? <laughs> what's what's the name of this game again? Detroit. Detroit. So it's poverty simulator. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. I was like, how is this any fun it's to play? Just a it's a poverty <laughs> simulator, which is No, it's hey. only it's only for that person's story. It's only for that person's story. But still. Oh man, I don't know if there is a good version of <laughs> There's a No, so I had to restart the game because I got to this point in the 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 game. Where with that girl and you're on the run, like they find you at a hotel because like I stole enough money to get a hotel for the night, and um, they like come knocking on the door and like you have to like escape with the girl like out the back, and out the back is just like a highway overpass, so you have to do this quick time event of try to get you like you have to make a decision of like to give up or like whatever or like try to make a run for it across the highway with this little girl and like you have to do this like this quick time event and it was so fucking hard and I couldn't do it and I fucking got the like I got the little girl killed and then I died. But, like, I had to, like, watch the girl get freaking plucked by a car. And I just, like, spent so much effort trying to save this girl. And I was the reason she died because I couldn't hit the fucking X button in the right fucking order. And I was like, I I can't do this. So beyond, like, all the decision making, there's a little, like, mini game button hitting thing. On occasion. But then there's also, like, um, like exploratory levels uh, where, like, you have to go find something. Um, cause later on in the game, like, uh, the runaway from the, the artist guy, like he just, he like puts together some pieces that there's like a group of sentient androids that like live in hiding and like you go find them, like you join like that. And it's like, uh, it's, it's fucking fucked up, but it was great. The game was awesome. I like it. I, I might check that out. Like I said, the, the wife likes to play weird games. Yeah. She, you could definitely play that one together and you'd be like, what do you want to do here? <laughs> <laughs> do you yeah. want to like what, what's what's your decision here what, what do you think we should do because it's gonna like because like you can do all like the actiony shit and she can make all the decisions it's a it's a great game but you might you might get divorced you guys might get so invested in the game where yeah. you then have a decision where you don't agree and it's gonna really really drive a wedge yeah it's a facto that's I what know. i always say but charles yeah. number one kicking into number ones all right um, my personal opinion, I think this is the best campaign game. Um, I don't use the word epic to describe things, but this game itself is epic and it's uh Witcher three, the wild hunt. Should I watch the show? Fuck no. Really? Um, I am a, I am, I am a, I love the book series. Oh, um, I don't care about your opinion. I started, re- I started reading the books, and then I have only played Witcher 3. I haven't played 2 and 1 for the same reason I stated earlier. It's too old. I can't play uh. when it looks that old, even though I know they are very good. But th- the, the show fucking sucks. Uh, just in general, not even from them not using the show material, a storytelling, writing a show. is This is this is the thing I'm really passionate about. Um, I could really go down a rabbit hole why it's bad. Um, can I, before, before you go too far from yeah. this, can I ask you a question? Yeah. 
for for someone who doesn't know fuck all about The Witcher, other than it's a game and that's it. I don't know anything about yeah. the books. I have no I have no marriage to anything prior. Mm-hmm. Would I enjoy the show otherwise? Um if I don't know anything. It's just I like think you would I think you would enjoy season one, because I actually do enjoy season one. It's a very My good wife show. did. Season two, it just in terms of telling a story, it goes off the fucking rails. Like and as, as more of a book reader, it became even more of an issue because they start. That's where they started ignoring stuff. But season two was just bad, and then I heard season three they tried cleaning it up. But I'm not even acknowledging it anymore. I think you know, season I two, Cavill. season two, they're probably trying to lay some groundwork to work beyond season three, four, five. That's too bad because they alienated the, the guy who made the show good. So oh, I hate that. Yeah. Well, Henry Cavill left. He's done at season three. Uh, Liam Hemsworth, the less pretty, less hunky Hemsworth, is taking over. Um, yeah, you can't so change that, main character. That's no. So that's not. It's not going to go well. But um, yeah, Witcher Three: The Wild Hunt is so. Even with like its DLC is considered even better than the actual game, but the campaign standalone is so good because it is it is telling a full story and it actually helps close a bit of like the loops that the author because this takes place after the books um it closes the loop on the story itself and it's just it's such a again it's a big game you get to have a lot of fight scenes where you kill a lot of big monsters and you can either just start killing everybody else if you want um it's one of those games where you can specialize in what type of character you want to build. If your Witcher just wants to be a heavy ass combat person, or if he wants to take more potions and be more heightened that way, or just be more into the magic side, it becomes a whole, like there's several ways you could play this game. And it actually has a different mechanic to it as you do it. Um, but as just a, my favorite way to play it is, I mean, it's a guy with two, th- two swords. Why do you need to do anything else? Um, so it's just, I don't know. It's just a fun, incredibly fun game an incredibly big and like deep story to it. And as someone who loves the lore, it's even more fun to play, but it is for being a third part of a trilogy, Witcher three is definitely a game that introduced more people to the Witcher than the one and two did. Witcher three is such an easy, like walk in, they're going to explain stuff to you and then you can just get going. Oh, that's good. So even yeah. if you didn't play one or two, like they kind of handhold you to bring you up to speed. Yeah, definitely. Oh, that's um, good. Cause they give you the option. Like if you played one and two, you can port in some of your decisions or they can just be like, Nope. Or you can just play it this way. Um, so you can do it that way. And um, I think the only thing is you would just have to become familiar with like the three to four main characters besides like you have Geralt, Yennefer, and Siri really is the three main ones you need to know. And then Triss Marigold. Um, and that's really all you need to know. Everybody else will be slowly introduced. But um, yeah, it is. They just redid The Witcher 3 for New Gen. And it's great. It's not like, it's not beautiful the way new games are. But it's still like, it made it look just a little better than its original engine. Nice and sharp. Yeah, I... When they released it, I paid for it. Like I was, <laughs> I'm paying full price for the oh, thing. Oh, so you're, I, you're all in, yeah. I only had it on PlayStation, so when they re-release a new one on PC, I was like, I'm getting it. Um, 
And it is. It's just, it's so fun. I love this game. It really made me obsessed with The Witcher. So, and then the this show was, broke my heart. For me, this was mm-hmm. exactly the same as your Red Dead Redemption pick. Mm-hmm. I played it for like two or three hours, and I was like, this mm-hmm. game rules, and then yeah. never played it again. Yeah. Uh, but it's the, big. The, the the overall arching theme, like the controls, the game itself, I could mm. I could tell right away this is an A plus or what do they call it? Triple A game. Yeah. Um it's got like I I compare it to control that's fight mechanics similar to like I don't want to say like tread on someone else's number one actually. I just realized. I'd be surprised if, if you had my number one. No, no, you don't have my number one. Um it's close to a Batman game. I knew you were going to say that, and that almost made my list. Um, that was okay. the thing I was going to swap out my number five for, but it's not on it's my on, list. It's on my article mentioned, which is Arkham Asylum, but it's it's close to those mechanics where you can just like bounce around to stuff, so it, it that plays really well. So much cliff ledging moving left to right in that game. No, I none quit of, none right of that away. I quit, I quit <laughs> yeah, Arkham it's Asylum. It's not Assassin's Creed. <laughs> but yeah, it's just Witcher Three is really just truly an amazing, highly game. acclaimed. I love it so much. Uh, Wild Hunt is that a? I see yeah, that a lot. Hunt. Is that great? The Wild Hunt. Well, that's the that's the term. So you actually, yeah, you encounter them in the game. They're the big bad of the game. No. So, but yeah, it's. I could wax poetic about this thing. I mean, I my fucking license plate for the last two years was Witcher. So. Oh, <laughs> Jesus wow. Christ! This guy uh, won't stop. Yeah. Shit. Can't yeah, compete man. with that. Well, As he yeah, sips his tea. If you haven't <laughs> if you haven't played, fucking play it. It's, it's incredible. Kevin Weaver, it's got better horse controls than Red Dead Redemption. Um so that's a that's an easy gateway in. There you go. That's my great, number one. Great pick. All right, Will, what do you got? All right. My number one, uh, you know, not not the most common pick. Uh, this is a Valve title. And people oh. familiar with PC gaming know Valve very well. They pioneered basically PC gaming in the platform <laughs> Steam. I waffled a little bit. It was going to be Half-Life 2. But I decided mm-hmm. on Half-Life Alex. Oh, a game I've never played at all. Yes. I don't even know anything about it. I Unfortunately, this is Apple. not a vote getter, but I had to stay true to form with my pick. And uh, this was the most mind blowing, game changing game I have played in my entire life. Like, can you sell me on Half Life? Because I know this is one of the big genres, like big series of games, and I've never played it. I don't know anything about them. Sell you on it? It's basically yeah. free on Steam. Go play it, it's awesome. <laughs> I mean, on the genre, I don't want to. I don't care. No, the story. genre, the stories, the story's fine. It's just the gameplay comes out at the right time, and it's always groundbreaking uh, upon release. So, you know, perhaps if you're not, you know, a nostalgic person who played the game before, you wouldn't appreciate Half Life One or Two, uh, but you could probably appreciate Two if you just understood. What it. Anyway, Half Life Alex was the most groundbreaking video game I've ever played in my life. Uh, I bought a Valve Index. Uh, I pre-ordered it, got it on launch day, you know, 
one of the first people to have one, still have it. I love it. Uh, but, you know, Valve's not known for being able to deliver on software promises, uh, but they ex- they definitely surpassed expectations with this. You know, they're widely criticized. They like, have life one, have life two. No, never have life three or Team Fortress three or this or that. They only put it out when it's ready and they cancel projects. Deal with it. This year in 2020, they came out with their own proprietary hardware VR set, which was top of the line at the time and still amongst one of the best VR sets you can buy. Oh, is it? Uh, it's this game that had it? They came out in VR? Yep. That was a big controversy. And they they launched oh. along with the the hardware, the VR set, they launched Half Life Alex, which just call it Half Life Three, you fucking nerds. Cause it, it lived up to every goddamn thing you could have hoped for. It was the most immersive, the most high definition. I was absolutely stunned when I first started the game and put the headset on. Uh and I actually the day Half Life Alex came out, I took the day off of work and I stayed home and played it for uh, about four hours. VR, you can't do too much marathon sessions. At least I can't. Uh, but it was it was just so absolutely beautiful, so crisp and polished. Uh, you felt like you were absolutely in the realm, uh, and it was so smooth because of the the index headset. So the fact that they launched them both together, it was it was just a perfect marriage of hardware and software, and it was developed uh, concurrently together. All the puzzles in the game, you know, obviously it's a shooter, an FPS, uh, but the puzzles they had for the side challenges were challenging and unique uh, to using the the VR controls. And like when you when you finally shot somebody and killed them, it, it was so satisfactory. Uh, and you took that extra beat, you know, just to to save a bullet and really aim your your physically aim your hand at the enemy and pull the trigger. And if you were dead on, I mean, <laughs> Half Life Alex was the best game ever made, and I won't hear otherwise. Huh. All righty. Well, I guess I shouldn't even go then if you're not even going to hear otherwise. Wow. Yeah. Well, you can suggest. You guys have nothing, nothing on that. You have any? I've never played you play it. Any Half Life? No, not no, even a little I've bit. Never I never played any of it. I know people, people love it. Gaming and that's PCs. It. Yeah. I don't play PC I just gaming. Got this thing like two years ago. <laughs> I I made my gaming PC because I like to throw money around and I wanted to dink around on VR and that's it. And then I gave away a 2080 RTX and I haven't. I've I've turned the thing on twice since then just to update it and that's it. Well, if I'm listening, if the people listening are a bunch of PlayStation and Xbox fans, I'm screwed in voting this week. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't have to tell you. <laughs> well, that was my passionate speech. Half-Life, Valve, forever. Yeah, more like quarter-life, am I right? <laughs> no. Uh, also, Half-Life relates to radiation. Oh, my God. I was going to ask that. Does it? Does that play into it? Yeah, every radioactive okay. isotope has a half-life, and it may decay in hours, minutes, days, years, or eons. Well, yeah, but that's not in the game. It does factor in a little bit, okay. just in lore. It's just a radiation removal simulator that Will loves so much. Sure. 
But uh, I loved the game before I got in the industry. Hey, well, there you go. Yeah. Um, cool, cool, cool. All right. So my number one is a very popular game. And this is, I think, the only one of this game in the franchise that I played the campaign. Mm-hmm. And my number one pick is Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, the first, the original. Oh. Counter-Strike I... ripoff bullshit. Okay, sure. But Counter-Strike, does even Counter-Strike even have a campaign? Or is no. it just just multiplayer? It's just multiplayer. So it's this... not a it's not a ripoff at all. No, <laughs> they added that on the side. Anyway. Anyway. Um, I played this campaign and it was really good and it was really cool. And, uh, it mean the call of duty games say what you will about them, but they're no, they're no slouches on production. Yeah. Um, they really aren't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're number one for a reason. And that's primarily it. Um, when you put out so many games, you know, you're going to, some are going to be better than others. They're like MCU movies at this point. Right. Um, but when they're, when they're, when they're good, they're great. And I think Modern Warfare 2 was, I think it was a very big level jump in the popularity of that game. Um, and the campaign was fucking crazy. They're, Is this the one with the yep. airport? Oh, okay. I, 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 I wasn't even going to let <laughs> yeah. you finish the sentence because I knew what you were going to say. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I couldn't believe what I was playing. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. This is post 9-11. We're very much in the height, the height of the war on terrorism. And they were like, you know what? Fuck it. Just fucking do this. I have this crazy idea. I don't know. I don't know what the what the goal was with it, but for those who don't know, and I highly doubt that if you're listening to this show that you are out of the age range where you don't know what we're talking about. But for those in case you're accidentally listening to this and you're a 63-year-old woman, okay? There is a level in this game where you are undercover and you are in a terrorist cell. And what you do is you casually walk into a very busy airport and you just start mowing people oh down. God. Yeah. And this is a very realistic game. The reactions to people, it, it, I don't... I don't know how it could be any different from real life. I don't know. You 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 come off an elevator with like like four or five other dudes with this fucking full auto machine guns, mm-hmm. walk into this busy airport, hundreds and hundreds of people around, and you just start opening fire on the crowd. You can focus aim on people, and these are just innocent people at an airport. You're just creating a mass terror event, mm-hmm. and it was fucking wild and it plays into the story it's not just some fucking bullshit like eh, it was just, like, like shock for the sake of shock it was very integral to the to the whole campaign story and then as if you didn't feel bad enough about doing that uh spoiler alert for anyone who's gonna play it because they just released it remastered but at the end like you're just doing all these campaigns you're fighting terrorists and you know you're trying to get the bad guy this that and the other thing and then the ending of the game you're the the person that you've been taking orders from the whole time is a fucking traitor, and he fucking ki- and he kills you uh-huh. out of nowhere. I didn't know what the fuck was yeah. going on. I couldn't believe it. I was genuinely shocked. That was a rough like scene. Be like, oh no, I can't do anything. Yeah. Oh, man. And it's it's I was like unbelievable. 
I was like, this game is unbelievable. I didn't know. I had, I had a lot. I was very angry. Very angry. Because I was like, what the fuck? Um, so yeah, to me, that was such a line in the sand moment for video games because of the airport, um, scene, uh, level and just the ending of it. And there's something else to be, another reason why I look upon this game with like rose colored glasses is I don't know if they do it anymore, but I feel like everything is getting a little bit soft gloved a little too much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're being they're being too considerate to please all peoples. I think I think the opposite. I think we uh we already hit the apex. We're coming back up. Yeah, sure. I I don't I I can be sold on that and I don't 100% you can say disagree. Retard, you can say retard again. <laughs> well, we'll find out. <laughs> no, I'm telling you. It's okay now. Okay. Well, then again, all right, it's back it's back on the menu everybody. Um but and and believe me, I'm very excited about because I, I I agree with Will actually. I believe we're on the, I believe the pendulum is 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 beginning to swing back on the other direction, which means we're gonna get some things back. Things are gonna be cool for a while. Then they're gonna be like super awesome, and then the pendulum's gonna keep going, and then we're gonna go back to like the days of like the PMRC and like parental advisory lyrics on like rap albums, and we're gonna be too far that way, right? But enjoy the swing back while we have it um but to my point i up until very recently people i I have been so afraid of stepping into the wrong puddle and this game with that airport level was like we don't give a fuck about it they have come back and been like oh you can skip the level if you want which i don't even disagree with right is like okay if that's the level of quote-unquote censorship for the lack of a better term we're going to have, I don't have a problem with that because I still can play it if I want to. If they just came back and they were like, oh, too much like negative feedback, we're, we're taking it out, then I would have a problem. But they didn't do that. So good on them. I, I, think, I think the choice to skip the level is a fine compromise. But man, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go YouTube someone playing that level. You're going to go, I can't believe this is a fucking game. I... At the time when it came out, I didn't even think anything of it. And now, like when I became older, I was like, "Oh yeah, that is a pretty fucked up level." <laughs> oh my <laughs> just, god, it's crazy! Did you say the you level start... again? The airport level. What's it called? With the name the of the level? Yeah. Oh yeah, the Russian, right? It's no Russian. I think it's because they don't want it to be. If I remember correctly, they don't. No one can speak Russian during it, so they don't pin it on Russians. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. no Russian. Yeah. yeah good. Okay. Good memory, it, Charles. It comes right up if you Google it. So the remastered version. Oh my god. <laughs> it's even more I'm graphic. Good. I'm good. <laughs> you can see the tears of the people. <laughs> um Oh my god. But man, whew, that shit was fucking yeah. fire, dude. I haven't come across like another because I've played a couple other different like Call of Duty games and I just haven't come across any other campaign mission that's uh-huh. that good. Yeah. I haven't come across any campaign mission that's that good, and I haven't come across uh, any game that I've uh, like mo- Modern Warfare, uh, Call of Duty game since that one that I've been like, oh, this one's good. I actually kind of don't. I don't play them at all now, um, and I don't have any desire to. And I don't know. But if they came out with like another level like that, I'd be like, I gotta see it. I gotta see it. <laughs> but I don't know. It's crazy. The world. The world is crazy, and I like the fact that they did that. Um, 
it's I don't know. It was good. That's my number one. Modern Warfare two. Yeah, that'll get you some votes. Oh yeah, I won. There's no way. That's the only reason you picked it. <laughs> no, I just I just had like an impassioned speech about how great the fucking no Russian level was. I'm surprised we didn't have any overlap. Yeah, I I thought for sure Mario sixty four would have been on somebody's. No, no. I, I was hitting, I thought I hit all the heavy hitters that was going to overlap, but I guess not. Yeah. All right, um, I'm going to run through real quick honorable mention for myself: Pokemon Red and Blue, I Devil May Cry, Duke Nukem sixty four, and Starcraft. Um, I got a uh, Star Wars: The Force Unleashed. That was a fun one. Uh, Batman Arkham Asylum, like I mentioned before. Yeah, I was on mine. Uh, God of War, the original. I haven't played the new ones. I didn't know the new ones are supposed to be really good. Um, the first Assassin's Creed. The first one? The first one? I may be like, I may no. be the number two. Is it number two? Number two was the good one. The first one okay, was the most repetitive yeah. fucking game where okay, when they yeah. came out with the second one, I couldn't even believe it. I played the pirate oh. one and it was awesome. Yeah, the games are awesome I, now, but that first one, it's so fucking is it bad. One that's bad. Okay, oh, it's so bad too. Yeah. Um, Spider Man PS4. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Max Payne. Oh wow! A crazy like Good bullshit pick. game. Um, and mentioned before Grand Theft Auto Vice City, and then uh, I Fallout Four is on my mono mentions because I yeah. really had to choose between three and four, and three was just the original for me. So. But four, I played a bullshit amount of number yeah, four. Four was one of my most played campaign games. Oh my god! The um, okay. the only game that I was gonna, so I uh, I was gonna put this game on my list, and I didn't. And then when I when I originally was gonna put this game on my list, I was gonna make my whole list a bit list. <laughs> but then, but then I was like, no, I care too much about these other games to not talk about them. But my first, my original number five was Punch Out. I was like, you're an up-and-coming boxer, and you gotta fight your way through the title. I mean, it's really one of the best (laughs) games of all time. Have you ever, and be honest, have you ever beat Tyson? No. I have. Damn. I did did so um, actually as recently as 10 years ago. (laughs) Very recent. Well, relative to my life and when I should be playing the game. Hmm. (laughs) Hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> well, we do have some fun butts. Oh, boy, do Hit we. me. Hit me. I've been I'm seeing them rolling in. Um, we, we trading off? What are we doing? Yeah, I'll go ahead and stir. Um, Mike D, number five, Covert Ops Nuclear Dawn. No idea. Don't know what that is. Mm, um, PS2, maybe. Star Wars Shadow of the Empire. Uh, three, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Sure. Two, Red Dead Redemption 2. Great pick. Um, number one, Borderlands 2. Also um, a series I've never played. Yeah. I had my cousin tried to get me into Borderlands. He actually was on the, uh, the testing team for it. Anyway, that's not interesting. K-Funk the Star. Uh, come oh, here next. we go. Uh, number five, Red Dead Redemption 1. Two was too big for him. Number four, Bioshock, which actually Bioshock is a nice, nice story. Uh, Number three, Sonic Unleashed. We're close there, Kev. We're close there, but it was Adventure Battle. Number two, God of War. Sure. 
we'll take that. Number one, Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag. So amazing. Pirates, assassins, ship battles. Couldn't get enough of this game. Fuck Will. <laughs> and that's where it ends. <laughs> He's not uh, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only Assassin's Creed game I played, and I agree it was fun. You fucking piece of shit. Matt, do you want to get in on this action? Uh, no, because I don't have it up. All right. Uh, Mitch Mint, Pressure to the Fun Buff. Number five, Elder Scrolls Four: Oblivion. Um, that's the precursor to Skyrim. Um, number four is number four, Metal Gear Solid Three. Oh, I wish I wish I was in the metal into the Metal Gear games. Same. Me too. Um, number did I read that? Number th- uh, number three, Bioshock. Number two, Indigo Prophecies, Fahrenheit. I don't. It sounds familiar, but I don't know what it is. And number one, Fallout New Vegas. Solid, sure. Solid yep. choice. That's a good one. Uh, Daniel Sepultura. Oh, number here we five. Go. Yeah, this is my boy. Sonic Adventures. Uh, didn't call out number two or battle, but I think we're on the same page here. He said, you know, because of his childhood memories. Well, that's what all video game experiences are about. Uh, me- number four, Metal Gear Solid Phantom Pain. Uh, number three, Uncharted 3. Number two, Resident Evil 2. Not a game of mine, but uh, widely regarded as a, a huge title. Uh, number one for Daniel Sepultura, Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeehaw. And he said Double May Cry, and I love Double May Cry, so I'll give you that. Uh, next up, we got Sam. Uh, Sam was supposed to be on the episode couldn't make it last minute change so you'll hear about his uh convention next week but um his number five was inside uh never heard of it number four uncharted four they made a fourth one uh number three legend of zelda ocarina of time number two last of us and number one resident evil seven i never played last of us i watched the show love the show yeah i watched the show too didn't, didn't really? play, and I know those games are supposed to be really good. That's very interesting. You guys both decided to watch the show without ever caring I'll about watch, the game. I watch Pedro Pascal in anything. Eh, he's okay. Backdoor Sluts uh, 9? He's okay. Yeah. I uh, I fell a bit out of uh, the Pedro Pascal fever when, he, uh, when the whole Gina Carano thing happened. Yeah, but come on. No one needs to... No one needs to choose size of Regina Carano. Uh, Is that the hot chick from Wayne's World that had the snake <laughs> in the music video? Uh, no, that was uh, that was uh, oh, what's her name? Fuck! Oh, Car- uh, Tia Carrera. <laughs> <laughs> nice. There you go. All right, I guess Zinda the next Bindua. one. Zinda Bindua. Zinda I love it. You're scaring me. <laughs> so good. <laughs> The next, the next fun butt we got here is Tanif, aka Kevin the Destroyer. His pubes are so long. Oh, just look sure. at him! Look at a picture of him. He's never trimmed. Never. Number five, Bioshock Infinite. Uh, yeah, good game. I played about half of it. Uh, number four, Batman: Arkham Asylum. Oh, he's got a good uh, list so far. Very, very high, highly rated game. I'm waiting for the. Uh, 
inevitable Kevin Weaver fucking tank. So keep mm-hmm. going. Um, you're not gonna find it. Oh. Number three, Halo. Number two, Fallout Four. Hell yeah! Amazing. And number one, Bioshock One. Uh, two Bioshocks. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Hey, no, don't double dip on Bioshock. Yeah. Come on. You could have made the whole top five, uh, one through five, yeah. or something. Uh, uh, Charles, yeah, Dark Sundown, uh, number five, Halo three, number four, God of War two. I don't remember which one that one is. Um, number three, Metroid three. Ooh, two. that's a good one. Yeah, I never played that, but it's got nothing but like. Is that the new legendary reviews? Is that the newest one? No, that's the know. GameCube one, I think. Oh, okay. Well, I obviously uh, I outed myself. Never played the Metroid games. Um, number two, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Oh yeah. And number one, <laughs> Chrono Trigger. Oh, good one. Okay, yeah. that's a good list. Yeah. That's a good pick. Yeah. Um. Oh, I wanted to. Um. Sorry, fixing my mic. Um. Did anyone see? Very recently, the MMA fighter who he was supposed to come out to the Halo video game oh, yeah, like yeah, opening yeah. theme, and they played Halo by Beyonce instead. Happened, that happened like a couple years ago, and I'm surprised the clip just now came out. I remember watching it live. Mike Perry, it happened to Mike Perry. <laughs> he was just like belting it out. It was so funny. Yeah. He's just supposed to be the Halo theme, and then he just starts singing Halo to Beyonce. <laughs> yeah, that's that's so yeah. funny. Charles, are you into yeah. combat sports? Are you a big fan? Um, I, I did watch UFC for a while. Yeah. Um, and I stopped watching it because I got tired of their shows going to like two or three in the morning. So <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right. So watched, uh, yeah. Sorry. Next one I got is uh, Gray. I guess that's how we should say that. Who's so, this? This a new person? This seems like a new person. But all right. Great. All right. Great to see you. Ugh. That sucked. Well, now he's gone. Number f- number five. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what? My new biggest fan for me, Before Your Eyes, number five. Uh, I referenced this earlier. Uh, this was a yeah. really cool game. Uh, look into it. Number four, Zelda, Link to the Past. Uh, yeah, Zelda games, you know, pick your poison there. They're all awesome. Uh, number three, Divinity 2. I'm not familiar with that. Anybody? Nope. Nope. And number two, Baldur's Gate 3. Three. Uh, <laughs> I think this is a big new game, right? This is yeah. the game I want to play real bad, but I just don't. What is like, this? World time. of Warcraft type shit? No, D&D style. Dungeons and Dragons style. Isn't that the same thing? No. No, no don't. Do- really? <laughs> don't do oh, that. Okay. <laughs> I don't, no, I, I was not trying to be a dick. I. Oh, yeah. No, it's definitely definitely different. I mean, fantasy realm, but different type of story is telling. Yeah. Anyway. Huh. But yeah, big game, Baldur's, Baldur's Gate 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one for Grey, a German RPG no one has heard of called Gothic. Oh, it's just a Gothic. Okay. So we get some obscure, random yeah. German guy. I like it. Uh, Vigets, uh, and also Du bist Radir Gumikov. Uh, wie heißt du? Guten Tag. Wie heißt er Matt? 
I legit- your Pfizer. <laughs> I legitimately took German one for five years in a row. Hell yeah. Never went to two. Um, next up, we got the other penguin. Number five, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. If his number one isn't uh, Flat Earth, the real game, I don't want to fucking hear it. <laughs> number four, <laughs> Zelda Link to the Past. Really? It's too- Breath of the Wild hasn't made it on here. I'm quite surprised. Um, any Ratchet and Clank. Mm, Got to pick one, man. Um, number two, Super Mario World. And number one, Final Fantasy Tactics. Oh my really? God. Number two is garbage, Penguin. Is Final Fantasy Tactics? Of all the Mario was... games, you pick that. Wait, which one did he pick? Two. Like the Super original Ninten- two? Super Nintendo. What do you mean, Super Nintendo? Super Mario World. Super Mario World, Super oh. Nintendo. Oh, okay. It was the worst of every single Mario game. Uh, no, 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 no. I don't no. about that. It was a skin of another game. What are you talking about? Look it up. No, 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 no. Are you talking about Mario <laughs> Brothers I'm, I'm, 2 I'm for Nintendo? Are you talking about Super Mario World for Super Nintendo? Because you're talking about two different games right now. Get your goddamn facts straight. Because Mario 2 for Nintendo was a skin of another game. Super Mario World fucking ruled. And I will fucking mute you indefinitely if you say anything <laughs> to the uh, contrary. You got me. You got me there. I misspoke. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I'll. I'll I'll bring it back down to reality. But Mario 2, the the skin, that game's fun. It's got Bertha in it. It's got a sick soundtrack. No, worst. Uh, I still hate the game. It's worse than Mario Sunshine? Ooh. Uh, yes. Oh, okay. Well, every, you know, tomato, tomato. I fought through Mario Sunshine just so I could say I've 100%ed every Mario game main title. Of all time. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very nerdy. Uh, any more fun yeah. lists? Yeah, we got a couple Yep. More. All right, let's go. My turn. Yep. Josue? Uh, you got number five. Can you read it Skip like Josue? What's his number five? Just tell me. I'll read it like Josue. Oh. What is it? You want me to be racist in proximity to you? Yeah, feed me some racism. I'll do the racism. Oh, boy. Okay. Let, a, oh. let a professional racist handle it, okay? Oh. All right, go ahead. Hit, hit me. Number five. Red Dead 2. It's a Red Dead 2. <laughs> go on. I don't I don't think I want to go on. No, this is <laughs> no, this is your fault because I can't do it unless you What do you mean you, it's my fault? It's your fault. What's the problem with Josue? Nothing. Why are you trying to disrespect him? I'm not trying to disrespect him. I'm trying to honor him by sounding like his people. Number 4. Resident Evil 5. Resident Evil 5. No, wait, I'm sorry. Resident Evil single. <laughs> All right, I'm good. Number three, Starfield. Good pick. Okay. Number two, Titanfall. You Ooh. know what? You know what? Titanfall got done dirty by somebody. Yeah. Somebody mm-hmm. fucked up that project because that was a good game. I yeah. played it. That's a good pick. And uh, number one for Yosue. Uncharted 2. People love those games. I just remember that there's a clip of somebody putting a bunch of mine, uh, like uh, remote mines on somebody's ass and like launching them into space. <laughs> it's very funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Fuck last up, last up we have Kelf. Who? Coming in with Kelf. Kelf? Uh, I, know Kelf. As, I know him as Lucas Polanski. Oh, the Polanski man. Yeah. Pole Ooh, dancer. Uh, 
How does he light his house, and how long does it take? I don't no? get it. Light bulbs? Fucking whatever. What are you talking about? I care about. Is there like a famous uh, Polanski light bulb brand I'm unfamiliar with? No, Polish. There's a there's a famous in New England. Oh my god! Joke about Polish people and how many light bulbs? Uh, how, how long? You does think it take because them? his name is Polanski, he's Polish? Now who's being racist? Me. All right. The whole time that was the joke. Okay. Okay. All right. What's what's his list? <gasps> Number five, Skyrim. Number four, Assassin's Creed Two Brotherhood. Okay, that's the right one. Yeah. Number three, Bastion. No idea. No idea. Yeah, I don't know either. Number two, Baldur's Gate 3. And then number one, Halo ODST. Oh, okay. Okay. Shit. Looks like none of the fucking people who are voting played on a computer when they were growing up. (laughs) So I'm fucked. Yeah. All console console warriors. Hey, Uh I wasn't rich, just so you know. Yeah, I know, listen, I know. I know your family. I know the house you grew up in. <laughs> I worked at Market Basket. We all I did. hustled for money. I hustled for the money. I put the groceries in the bag. Yeah, I unionized the carriage, guys. <laughs> uh, is, all right, so we're all done? Is that it? Yeah, that's uh-huh. the list. Well, listen, we didn't even plug our shit once this whole episode, so go... Oh, yeah. uh, to top5adeath.com. I got to re-up the link. I'll do it after I'm done recording here. Um, and join the Discord. Got to get in the Discord if you want to vote and have your list read on the show. Go to top5adeath.com. Find the Discord there. You can also find the link in facebook.com slash top5adeath. Follow us on all the socials top, at top5adeath. Uh, always the number five. Uh, Charles, not Chucky, any last words? No. <laughs> uh, Buff Chick Dip Will, any last words? Yeah, in absolute hilarious fashion, the football survivor pool is down <laughs> to two people already. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, if you know anything about sports, you'd realize that that's insane, even for you know a fourteen team league. Though? The the prize, the dumb prize, will still be delivered, but it might be a two week league. <laughs> Thank you guys for playing. <laughs> <laughs> Good on them. Well. You know, congrats to the future winner. Uh, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Sam will be back next week. Uh, Sam Woo! was supposed to be here this week. He had some un- unfortunate stuff with the uh, with the an animal in the vet. Uh, so we wish him the best there. But as always, smell you later.